0: Tokyo tonight. love this dude met him during our first charity event um for uh what um cbf and um children's brain tumor foundation oh yeah CBF. cbf oh you CBF. didn't remember their initials yep yeah, these sorry, are you kidding? sorry I don't um, do initials as well as you <laughs> and do star, and star treatments um yeah and he's a, a great comic a good friend and a, and, a, and a techie which i forgot about um that's like his uh bread and butter i believe um and uh yeah we're gonna bring him on now let's welcome mark anthony ramirez back to hey the guys, program what's up, what's up man <clears throat> how's it hey, going are you? sorry oh you God. have to witness the back of my office um, <laughs> <laughs> because my blur effect doesn't work i
1: was gonna out. say that hey guys what's up was a very sultry like uh RB <laughs> station <laughs> intro when you came on i'm working on my
2: sex appeal Oh, yeah. to, I was talking about Mark. I'm, I'm trying. I know, right? He, he literally. I like, know he was no, talking to... me.
0: He's I just he trying was... to
2: sidetrack from the fact that he has the office space of a 15 year old boy. Just...
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, oh, we lost your video. <laughs> video. Oh, he made God. me
2: laugh so hard I knocked out my video feed.
0: That was Hold weird, on. dude. Oh, there it was like go. two lightning bolts came across at the same time, though. That was. I've never seen that happen. That oh, was, like, Tom is. Truss. Tom is dead.
2: Oh, there he goes. Oh, hey. You know, hey. him sending the videos to you of the lovely people dancing bachata and salsa. <laughs> and, uh, look at these Latinos go! Holy crap! I'm still DJing, it's 7 a.m. Grandma and grandpa have not left the floor. He will send me random, like, sometimes <laughs> I forget what, so what he's
0: doing or where he is, and I'll get like random videos for him, and people are just like. <laughs> <laughs> or like doing whatever the fuck it is that he's at a he's either at a crack table or um yeah. a crack a crap crack table crack
1: table. Sometimes I sell crack. Sometimes I'm on parade floats. Like today I was yeah. on the Columbus Day parade. Uh, oh, that's right. Going down Fifth Avenue. How did Avenue. that go? Um, being um, you know, celebrating a uh, a murdering. Uh, Which I Italian. find funny because there was also an Indigenous People Day parade a little further uh, towards Canal Street.
2: So. And they also had an indigenous people day at Randall's Island um, mm. event there. It's 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 an it's interesting. I just wish that America like America would just cut the shit and we would just teach history the way it should like it factually teach it. Right. And stop just trying to make heroes out of everybody. Yeah. Like stop making heroes out of people and just and just tell the truth so that kids get a, a real education.
0: Well, the weirdest part about these things is that people automatically assume for some reason that if they're taught the correct history, their children are going to side with the oppressors and not see themselves as the heroes of the story. (laughs) <laughs> like, right, it, it's,
2: like it's it it really it's like we can't have brown people feeling good about themselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for some reason they think all the white kids are gonna like feel really. Good. I'm oh, like, yeah. why would you think they would feel shitty? Do you think they would honestly picture themselves as the slave owners, right, or as the people like you right. know oppressing all these other cultures right. and shit like that? It, it's kind of
2: like, like it's kind of like if if you weren't still trying to oppress people, you wouldn't you'd be okay with like proper education. Absolutely. But yeah. that's the problem. They're still trying to pull pull it off in other uh ways. Yeah. So it's it's just funny, man. It's crazy. this is comedy. How about that? Let's open up with sad brown people being oppressed. Anyway, <laughs> how about nipple clamps? Let's discuss how that led to a whole new thing. Like it's just it's 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 it's, it's Monday. Is it Monday? I don't even know what day. Oh, it's Indigenous Monday. People's Day. Columbus yeah. Day for you, for white people uh, who still want to want to. And be I'm cool also Italian impressor. too. And also so, Italian. Know. Well, here's the funny part. You Also know, have
0: people... no sense of direction.
2: But who paid for that trip? Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. Right. So Spain paid that. Pa- Spain. No, Spain. Spain paid for that. So it's yeah. just kind of like.
1: You know, well, yeah.
2: Well, at this point, we... like if we teach kids, here's the thing we got to do like, because you get these people that are, like anti-CBT that they don't understand what it's all about. And then it's just kind of like, well, if we tell your kids the truth, but we also remind them they didn't have anything to really do with it either. Right. But there is a system in place that you know benefits them in a certain way because people who really want to oppress you, the wealthy, <laughs> <laughs> just want to they just want like, to muck everything up on this level so they continue to rob you blind. Right. Eh, okay. Yeah. And again, more happy stuff on a Monday. Great. I know. It's great cool. to be on your show. Thanks for having do me you, on.
0: Do you I love it, man? Do you think <laughs> that um there's any point to trying to like because i i feel like every time we try to extend our reach progressives like to other parts of the country it's a it's a it's immediate fucking like a not a like a bubkis situation where nothing will ever really happen right but do you think we focus more on that than we if we what if we just built up the areas that were already blue blue bluish, progressive leaning left or
2: whatever that is and then we just became fucking like you know what i mean like i
0: like we're voting a massive
2: blue voting block here's the issue with that is that republicans in power if people people sadly adhere to like these old like it's weird we people always want to live in the past Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and they don't realize like to for this country to move forward you have to have Mm -hmm. forward thinking and you have to have forward action right so these people are like oh we like the whole make america great again you know and at first, a lot of people thought that was like, bring things back to the way they were in the 50s. And then Trump was like, no, uh, yeah, sure. The 1850s before we messed up in 1865. Right, right. You know, like, so it's just, it, it, we we just live in this place that's stuck. We're just stuck. We're literally, we are a dysfunctional family that needs therapy. And yeah. people don't want to do that work. People don't want to go, you know what? All right, this was messed up. I know I'm not directly responsible for that. But what can I do to, to to create change right now in this moment? Right. And you know what the best thing to do to create change right now in this moment? Stop being an asshole. (laughs) Like literally, just if you know it's wrong, just stop doing it. Stop being an asshole and stop believing all that crap you've been sold and just be like, hey, I'm going to be kind to everybody regardless of what they look like. That's it. And just shut the fuck up.
0: No, That's totally, man. I am mean, 100% agree with you. And the other thing, too, is how fractured we are about what part of the past we would like to live in. Because right. Because there's still people who are like, you know, living in the 2019 or 2018 part of, you know, po- uh, pre-pandemic shit, where you're like, mm-hmm. you know, this is... For better or worse, man, we are living in some kind of new society, new, new world or whatever it is. But again, there's this group of people that just pretending it never fucking happened. It never existed. We don't have to like, and I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you go. I don't know how you fucking go about the rest of your life. And they all, by the way, all these people have kids, which is also fucking mind blowing to me. I don't have kids. I don't have to really give too much of a shit about the future as much as I do give a shit about it. I really don't, I'm not leaving anything behind. You know, except for whatever the fuck's behind. I it. feel like that's a direct stab at me.
2: It's like, listen, Captain Carbon Footprint with your, with your <laughs> you know, six I, kids. I mean, I got four of my own and then two with my miss. You know, my, my missus has two two boys from her, her first yeah. marriage. So I have six carbon footprints, you know, and I look at that and people are just like, eh, whatever, breeder. And I'm just like, you're just jealous because I'm 52 years old. I look this good, and it still works. It blows me
0: the fuck away. When I I first met you, I did not know you were anywhere close to being in your 50s. Not even close. And then when I first had you on, you were like, oh, I've got a wife and kids. I'm like, this guy seems like an adult. And then. Uh, <laughs> like, really? You know, Don't no, lie no, to the people now. No, no. And then I was like, oh, my God. And then you fucking said your age the last time you were on. And I was like, get out of here, man. What do you Yeah, thinking? You know, it's funny. I
2: guess, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine who's in, in their late 20s. Yeah. And, and totally panicking about, oh, my God, like 30s right around the corner. And my daughter, Gabby, who's 29 now. Yeah. And she's autistic, can't let go of this. Well, Dad, you know I'm going to be 30 soon. (laughs) As a 30-year-old, I have to say, as a 30-year-old autistic person, you know. I'm going to be – is she –
0: like, but does she joke about, like, the worry of being 30? Or does she have genuine concerns about being – like, does she have a – like, basically, like a timeline in her head where she thought she was supposed to do something. Oh, yeah. It. Oh,
2: but uh, yeah. Cause you know, that's sold in society that by a certain age, you, you're supposed to have achieved a certain amount of things. Yes. And even autistic people are aware of it. And she and she, Gabby has gone through, is going through this phase now where she's cursing, which she never did before. Oh. So 29 years without cursing. And then all of a sudden it's like, and fuck you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Gabby. So, but it's almost like she's six because you know, I, 29 years of just like no cursing. And all of a sudden, she's, and she's like, Dad, I'm 29. And I'm like, all right, man, don't don't need to be aggressive. That's great. But, I yes, I, I just I was, think – go ahead. I'm
0: sorry. No, 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 no. I was going to say something stupid. Go ahead. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? It wasn't going to be – I was going to say I wish I, – was, I was literally just going to say I wish I could experience the things like that. Like the first time you, like, started to curse. Like the joy of doing something you know is probably, like – there's nothing for us anymore that's like slightly risky, where you're like, oh, I shouldn't right. be doing this. Because you're like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Oh,
1: it's out there. You like just got to open yourself up to trying different things. I do not want to try anal with you, Tom. God
0: fucking
2: <laughs> Not again. Not, not again, again, anyway. I told yeah. you. Everything's twice. I just twice. started to sit down. Everything what, what twice. Thing? This has gone off the rails. Off... Did you expect anything less? From <laughs> no. Uh, this is why I come here. Because this is my happy place. <laughs> but, um... I, I, I got it. <laughs> He's like twice. I'm like, again, we all know, um, you know, you're in your childhood bedroom. It's great. Um
1: <laughs> so let's learned. talk about Kanye. You know, like, it's like, can
2: we get into <laughs> yeah, something yeah. serious? Yeah. No, it is- it's, it's, it's funny because like it, it Kanye is like the ultimate child who has bad information. Like
0: yes. it's almost yeah. like
2: Kanye gets all his information from some some kid in school named Timmy that he's hanging out by the water fountain or do, playing with at recess. And Timmy's like, and Timmy's his white friend, and his and he's like, my dad says Negroes are bad, and Kanye's <laughs> like, I'm gonna go out there and say this. Yeah. You know, like it's just what is going on? Some hanging out at, at the preschool, Kanye. You know. Yeah.
0: You know what's crazy about that, man? How have we not? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it has happened and I haven't just haven't noticed it or followed up with it. But a lot of these celebrities that kind of derail themselves who are, th- who are as big like as Kanye is, right. I don't understand why their handlers aren't sued. Like, is it can they not be sued because you're paying them technically and they're allowed to? Because, like, the people around him definitely have a say in, hey, man, don't wear the white lives matter t shirt you you know what i mean like or don't do that shit but i think they just encourage it and they're well, like, well i think it's
2: also because they know where the money is and it's like yeah you, you gotta you got everything is marketing and branding and money and making money he's already worth over a billion they're sure. like we gotta we gotta keep making this money we gotta keep pushing this level of income and so he he comes up with a genius idea he's like ah, we're gonna do white, white lives matter with his little stuttering because i think he's on the spectrum i i really think he's on the spectrum Right. So, you know, he comes out and he says, I'm going to do this. And they're like, yeah, because then they look at the market and they're like, well, we already have black people buying all his stuff. Now we're going to get all these crazy white people who who maybe they'll stop. You know, they'll be like, hey, instead of buying my 17th AR-15, I will buy now this Kanye gear.
0: Right. He he supports
2: me. So it's just kind of like he's just spreading his market share with this insanity. And his handlers are like, yeah, we'll we'll support that because then we just get another hundred million dollars from these other idiots. Yeah.
0: My, my problem with it, too, is, and I think you saw the thing I posted today, but the basically, like, the like I mean, on one hand, I understand that Kanye feeds, like, the... the It's it's, a, it's, a, it's like the Mario, or Sonic, when you would get that little springboard that would get mm-hmm. a little higher. So Kanye comes in, and he says some shit, and it allows people who have a particular narrative, whether it's a good narrative or a bad narrative, but they get to right. go boing, and it, like, helps them launch it. So they're not thinking about whether or not you know it's necessarily a great launching pad which i don't think he is one i think he's obviously mentally ill which we all know
2: right. and they're taking advantage of that that's what I, I don't his think handlers are Ill. Out. no i, I think I he's think, either i think he's genius and i think genius no. is no, no, absolutely not no, no. i'm not I, saying no, no.
1: genius in a sense of like book, oh, smart book. Genius. no no no
2: i know what you're saying in yeah, a he's sense of artistic genius musically are he is an artistic genius yes we'll give yeah. him, let's give him that yeah. But the problem is you can be an artistic genius and still have se- severe mental illness or be right. on the spectrum. You know, yeah. let's go uh, Van Gogh uh, as an example. So Absolutely. it's just kind of like it, 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 I don't want to take away from his musical genius. You can't. It's yeah. just like so in your face. The problem is <clears throat> just cuz you're greatly talented at one thing doesn't mean you you like you if you get up here and you and you're on your podium and you say some ridiculously ignorant stuff which people have started calling him out on more and more, especially people in the black community, which I'm grateful for. But it, it really is like somebody, one of your handlers has got to be like, hey man, come here, let's have a chat. Right. What the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, it's somebody, and what I've always said, and I've said a lot in the last few years is, Kanye needs an auntie from the barbecue to roll up and slap the shit out of him. <clears throat> he needs it. <laughs> he does. He needs an aunt. He needs an old school. Baby, you, you gotta stop saying that stupid shit. And he'd be like, "Well, Auntie, you know, I really believe white life." Pow! And it's just a rap. Right. She just knocks him a good one, and she then she hands him a plate of food, and it's like, "Oh, stop crying and just eat your mac and cheese and your chicken, absolutely, and shut up." Because yeah. it's the problem. Nobody's correcting him, and that goes right. for a lot of celebrities. It's not even just Kanye. It's just no. There, there's a moment where. Like you're saying, like somebody that you're like a business manager or somebody in your group of your chosen people that you're supposed to trust is supposed to go, hey, man, uh here, come over here and shut up. Yeah, because it, it it's just dumb. It's like I, you're feeding I, yeah. a narrative that's just a part of the divisiveness in our country.
0: Uh, absolutely. And the thing is, too, is like I feel like, you know, yeah, it is their job to pull them aside and say no, no, no. Like, but I really wish we, we, we could we could spin that wheel around to make people understand that, you know, good shit does trend. Mm-hmm. Good art trends. You know what I mean? Because I think the whole thing is, especially with the media and everything else is we have to have the bad shit in there because yeah. that's the thing that people click on. That's the clickbaity shit. But I'm like, no, nah, I don't, I don't personally, I don't like clicking on that kind of shit. I don't want to click on it. I would much rather watch somebody do good work, have a good interview, do great art or do whatever the fuck it is, as opposed to start another bullshit fucking argument on but the, the internet. the problem is, John,
2: the problem mm-hmm. is, is that a lot of people believe that bad stuff because it's oh, been yeah. sold to them since childhood. Like little Timmy's father that Kanye hangs out with it at recess. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, people actually believe that stuff. They've been sold that, and I call those people people who live past South Jersey, and it's just, <laughs> <clears throat> it's just, it, it, no, but it's serious. Like it, it really is. There's a, if my 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 son Dylan, he 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 was. During the hurricane, Hurricane Ian, he had to go up north. He was because he goes to school in Florida. He's graduating soon from every Riddle mm-hmm. Aeronautical College. My son's going to be a pilot. I'm very proud of him.
0: Mm-hmm. He's worked really hard,
2: and uh, so he had to go up north. So he's he ends up in Tallahassee, and he's like, he's like, Pop, let me tell you something. Every radio station had a Jesus hour. Every radio station had like, he was like the this. Everything was so crazy. He was like, we were trying to watch TV, and he was with it in his buddy's trailer. And they put the TV on. They got the antenna out the window whatever. And every he was like, all we could watch were John Wayne movies. How the, how the hell is John Wayne? You know, people talk about cancel culture. How the hell is John Wayne, when we know all this racist stuff about him, not canceled? Because in, in certain sections of this country, he's still considered a hero. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? He, he killed all them in them engines. Like, there are people that still talk like that. I know, but but
0: I also think that's wasted energy. Do you still like you know what I mean? Like I don't like if if they're dead or whatever. I don't care. In the same way, it's wasted mm-hmm. energy. So you, know, you know, I mean, uh, to to constantly bring up with like if if you're if you're we're all in agreement that Kanye's a fucking nut job and he's mentally ill and
1: needs help. Stop buying his records. Stop buying his music. I'm not in agreement on this with you guys. But I know you're not. Me. But I'm just saying, like, here's, here's... the you not babe. But you, here's I, a... I can give you my perspective. So I, would I love that. I don't think. All right. A, I don't think we necessarily need to follow what he says in his political rants or his or I I don't think that's what it is. I do think he's a man that was always told you can't, you shouldn't, you don't, has broken out of that and always flourished in what he believed in himself. So I I believe there is a lot of genius in that and like his his manifestation of what he's created. So I know somebody that was around Rockefeller very early before Kanye was a rapper. He was a producer, right? And he was always like, "Oh, I'm making this album, blah, blah blah." And there was a guy in the group that used to do—he uh, used to do a lot of the intros on Jay Z's albums, right? So Kanye would be like, "Hey, I really want you to do this, Vincent Price, like this, this, and that to to a song for him." He's like, "Beat it, weirdo!" <laughs> like he wouldn't even deal with him. So he's he's encountered that his whole life, where people are like, "No, you're a producer, stay in your box. Yeah. No, you're 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 a musician, stay in your box. Right. You're not a, you're not a designer. No, you're this." So he's. He's woven his way past what people say you can and can't do. I don't think he's smart enough. I, I'm not going to say that. I don't think he is. I, I think he's speaking for himself. He's not speaking for a nation. But for some reason, we as a, as a society put celebrities so high on a pedestal where they could direct us into our thought processes. Okay. We should all be thinking as independently as Kanye, I think. Where we all make our own decisions,
2: yeah, right or who's wrong. Not doing that, I think. Yes, but the problem with that is a lot of these people that you're talking about, that like we should all be thinking independently. Yes, but there are certain things that should be mutually agreed upon. Yeah, like the yeah. value of human life, regardless of race, skin color, or ethnicity. The problem is he speaks. When he speaks, he's certain. Sometimes he speaks to groups, a massive mm. amount of group, this, these big groups of people that are like, I need my gun, and I need to shoot brown people. And everything's a threat, and that's the problem. The its like Candace Owens. She's got a new video up. She's got a new uh, supposed documentary special about Black Lives Matter. I I don't—I can't even discuss her. She just drives me insane. Like she makes no sense. She's just—you know what the sad part is—the thing that I really think is the main driver behind all of this, brother—is—is—is not that they don't care about. The outcome of their words. They don't care about those people out there. What they care about is they know they're going to say this, and that person might have an extra five dollars to buy their record or buy what they're selling. That's what it really comes down to. It's just it's all it's a big wealth pushing machine. By the way, guys, I need you to buy my battery case. It's the Mark (laughs) Anthony to Support me. What I'm you understand what I mean? It's just like hey, look, we, we all want a piece of that pie. Look, John, John, I see him everywhere. His IG is 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 this fantastic like diary of happiness and traveling and there's some and he's on dates and like all types of stuff mm. he's having a great life people don't realize he's got 37 cents in one bank account and nine dollars in savings. Yes, that's and well
1: over Still and in way.
2: his childhood bedroom that he's now turned into an office because is, he's taken over the basement as an apartment. Absolutely, so, this is this isn't
0: even a disattached a, a, to a house anymore. It's just this room. I lost the rest of it in Sandy. <laughs> I just closed the doors so the wind can yeah. get in.
2: That's it. So what I'm saying is, it's kind of like we we're a society that sells imagery to people so that we can get their hard earned dollars. Yeah. And but the problem is to get certain individuals hard earned dollars, we got to sell them the stuff that they've grown up with. Right. And, and why it, lean? Sad.
0: Why do you, do you know how many people? Why you, lean into it? Yeah, but yeah, exactly. And but do you know how many people, Tom? You just described that. How many artists and 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 business people and all other shit that fall into that category of people who have told them, uh, "You shouldn't, you can't, you won't, or whatever," and don't develop a Ku Klux Klan line of clothing. You know what I mean? Like, there's, <laughs> to, to that's be completely the, like, that's honest with you, shit that, like I don't like the justification of, "Hey, this guy, is whole life, ba, 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 and I, then it justifies the insanity that it's on display. Hold that's on, a, so like,
1: yeah. I'm a. I don't even know this line of clothing that you're talking about because I don't follow the news like that, right? So I try <laughs> to keep. My, I try to keep as far away from like all of propagation as like. Then why right? have an opinion on it? <laughs> I, oh, my my You're my rude. Brother. I am <laughs> um, I know I don't know is. he knows I'm that's fucking with well. him. He knows but, I'm just rude. No, no, me, and, me and trust me, me and John have had walks on the beach with one of my guys for hours of like discussing back and forth. First of all, wait, and, wait, wait, wait,
2: wait. I'm jealous I've never been invited to a walk on the beach.
1: <laughs> you're welcome to join
2: us. Jesus Christ, you know, like my missus uh, is in Hawaii right now, and, and I love her to death. She's the, the queen of my heart. Wow. And she's, like, in Hawaii do, doing some stuff. And, and she's, like, she sends me these gorgeous videos of Hawaii on the beach. And mm-hmm. she's, like, oh, I'm just taking a walk on the beach. And and I'm just, like, and, I, and, I, and I'm, like, I'm, I'm sitting in our basement apartment in Brooklyn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting you up here, man, to work on this fucking shithole of an hour. Oh, yeah, man. Dude, dude, I
2: would love to come help you up. Uh, uh, even if you took a photo and, and sent it to me, and, and then I'll giggle to myself, and then I'll say, okay, what do you mean? <laughs> no, They're just kidding. I just... I'm being a bit a bit of a dick right now. No, no but what fine. I'm saying is it's kind of like it, it, it really – I'm just jealous about the walks on the beach that you bastards have been taking. We He did – so we Not we, we like – he was – what I don't know
0: what you were doing. It was actually hilarious because he was in the area. We went out to lunch, and then one conversation where I said to Tom, landlord shouldn't exist, took an hour and a <sighs> half – yeah. And and like walking on the, we're, we're like, people are like, you know, beach ball bongo and fucking we're fully you dressed.
1: Know? Yeah. And I'm like, you are out of your mind. This <laughs> is, and then he and comes like, back to me and be like, you're crazy. crazy. It's like this. And yeah. we just, but I respect people with totally different opinions than me. Yeah. We had a good and time. That's about a beautiful thing. Yeah. I, I think I'm listening. Was Lionel Richie's
2: hello playing in the background while you guys held hands and walked? Hello. hello.
1: Yes, <clears throat> I long
2: to see the sunlight. People were walking down at
0: one point because we did stop on like a particular part of the beach and people were like dragging their coolers past us and I'm like, <laughs> and the fucking problem with the guy you know <laughs> like, like,
2: I oh, just I want to you. hear you scream, Goddamn white people Well, <laughs> <laughs> well on the Jersey Shore beach. Goddamn white people, we need to understand and then they would, <clears throat> you know, yeah. you'd have to run after that. yeah, basically both- what was happening.
0: Yeah, ba- yeah, basically, it was it was pretty. It was we was got pretty. I think your your lackey or whoever you had with you was like, oh god, this is.
1: Well, he's younger. He's more. Mi- he's more millennial and emotionally. He,
2: oh, I didn't want Did to. You just call him. him a lackey? Like I just I took third like a se- ten seconds for that. I was. You have lackeys, bro.
1: He, he's a protege. <laughs> <laughs> a protege uh, for what? That, that is what John calls people. <laughs> I, I are <laughs> Working I,
0: what, their way up in the. In, in
1: I the call, what the hell is him. happening in New Jersey right now?
0: tom has lackey. oh you don't want to know what's not. happening in new jersey right not. now new jersey's a oh, new jersey's rough i've new lived life. i've lived there you, you know? saw what happened to ariel at uh not ariel yeah ariel at um um uncle Vinny's, didn't you oh no what happened mm. there's a video going around right now she got a well first of all you know uncle Vinny's comedy club yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and i say comedy club loosely it's a shithole in the middle yeah. it's a pinprick on the map of the comedy world in Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: I've never mentioned the name of that club on the show because I refused. So I'm gonna, I'll leave it out You just it, did I it literally. right now. In I know I did. In a very I loving way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I with, with heart and love. Um, but I haven't thought about that place in fucking... Since I left in like 2007, right? Right. But um, I see the video. It's a... It, it's... Um, oh my God, I'm blanking on her last name. Anyway, she's a good comic. She's on stage. She's opening for John Marco. And some woman in the back of the room asks her who she voted for. So they're having like a little go back with this heckler or whatever. And somebody takes a beer can and fucking throws it at her, misses her, hits yeah. the fucking brick wall yeah. because she said, you know, because she's obviously not a Trump supporter. Right. Um and as she wounds up chugging the beer, which is great by the that's way. That's beautiful. Club owner does fucking jack all dude. Not like like Of course. Yeah. And so it, but anyway, it's it's that's what's going on in New Jersey right now. Still See, I wish there were
2: more video... There, there were no cell phone cameras when I was doing stand-up back in the day. Well, I still uh, do stand-up, but I mean, like, in the, in the early 2000s. <clears throat> and I was doing a gig in Jersey one time, and I forgot what I said, and some dude charged the stage. Oh. Oh, I just dropped him. I just dro- I'm, Look, I grew up in the projects in New York City. You come and right. attack me, and you do the stupid thing of leaping up onto a stage with your face exposed. I'll never forget, because he had this pose, like... Marvel comic book's like, I'm gonna leap up. (laughs) And his whole chin was open and I was just like, I'm gonna go left, bam! Just (laughs) dropped him. And then then the security who did nothing when they saw him running up, just dragged him out and put him in the parking lot. And I was just kind of like, but, and I'll never forget it because it's just kind of like, what is this visceral reaction? You know what I mean? This violent thing we have. And it's just like, look, it's a joke. If I offend you go, hey man, I didn't like that. I'd be like, "That's okay, whatever." Like, yeah. not everybody's gonna like what I say, you know? I don't. No, exactly. And, and it, now it, we're it, more lit and angry.
0: Totally. Well, you know what's crazy? I mean, I've had that happen several times. It happened to me pre-pandemic. I've got a video that I'm gonna post again because it's a good time to post it. But you know, from Michigan with a bunch of Trump supporters in the back room, they're the only, honestly, the only nut job political affiliation that goes out of their what you know this that goes out of yeah. their way to. Like just rally around some guy that would fucking hate them if they if he met them, like he would hate you. Like I just don't understand his fan base. He would hate you.
2: (laughs) Well, you (laughs) have you 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 have an undereducated. There's a there's there's just a lot of undereducation in this populace, Mm -hmm. and then you have you know there's this. One of the worst but most accurate lines from from a Marvel movie was from the first Avengers movie where Loki's like. Oh, yes. When he's talking about freedom, it's like an illusion. And people really would rather be ruled. Yeah. Because they don't want to think. That's the problem. People don't want to think. They, they they barely make it out of high school. They get a job, thankfully, hopefully. Right. And then they don't want to think about anything else. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to save up this money by this gun. I'll be safer yeah. with this gun. This gun makes me Batman. You yeah. know, it's just like all this dumb, ignorant shit. And then they're surrounded by other dumb people who sell them this bullshit. Right. And it just continues. It's like, it's like, like people who are comforted.
0: Cycle. Yeah, it's like people who are comforted by the idea that the police protect them when re, when in reality, every statistic is the exact fuck. They don't make it to your house on time. They might accidentally shoot you nine times right. out of 10. Um, they right are now just we just carry- need
2: as far as like police. Here's the thing. I'm not a. am not anti police. I think we, we no. need it. I don't think our police should be militarized like they've been since right. the 90s. And I just and, but the thing is, they do need resources because the world changed and they, the world has started changing. And, yeah. you know, when when you when you have bad international policies, like people don't want to ever realize that it's all connected. So yeah. when you have crappy international policies, you and we 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 we, we piss off people internationally and then the, their little terrorist groups build and they're like, I want to attack America in some way. But we know we don't have a military that can do that. So we're going to do little sneaky like, things, right. like 9-11 or whatever, or even <laughs> in 93 when they first tried uh, at the tower. So it's just kind of like we we don't seem to realize like all these decisions that are made by people that are worth more than any of us mm-hmm. you know financially they are all financially connected they're all connected to things that yes. are fiscally involved in economics they, they they make these decisions they they don't risk their own kids they risk you and they risk your kids right uh, and all the shit but all of this has been around forever it, it, we're just we're living in a, in a case system we're living we're living in a serfdom Right. We're indentured servants to a tax code that doesn't ever benefit us.
0: Yeah. And to your point, you're right. They do need better web, you know, better equipment. But I, I can't I can't condone giving them better equipment until I'm giving it to better people. If it's the
2: same class, but they of have to be trained in, better and they have to be raised better. And again, it goes to back to the it. the it goes back to the educational system. It goes back to what's taught in the home and it goes sure. back to I think the basic tenant of what should what, what should be like law of teaching your kids is every life is valuable. Right. Everybody deserves respect. And I'm not one of those, all lives matter. Because yeah. that is a, that's just that's, that was created by people just to be anti-something. Anti-BLM, want. yeah. Right. They don't want to connect to the value of another person. Right. Like, but I want to assure you that my life matters. So, yeah, even when you told them ignorant. disproportionately,
0: you know, they're right. getting killed more than and They were still like, no, you don't right. get
2: it. Because my, my whole thing is just like, man, it gets tiring. It just gets tired. Like, for me, I'm... But try being a six foot three you know afro latino guy who's walking into a store and i and i or walking in my own neighborhood and people react to me a certain way but but i'm 52 years old i'm going to tell you something it, it it's not gotten to the point where it's 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 surpassed annoying it kind of just hurts my feelings and i'm just kind of like oh god i just want to but my missus who's like five six and gorgeous will be like what the hell are you doing <laughs> she, like she will yell at somebody when she sees it and it's just kind of like we shouldn't be in that place not us yeah. I'm talking about all of us right Yeah. we should just be like oh hey man I see you you know whatever you don't even have to say hey just just be I, I just like to be cognizant that there are other people around right so I don't do crazy shit like scratch my ass or whatever or you know pick my nose or do something weird you know that we should do in the privacy of our own home but especially it's like,
0: now that we can film it
2: right Right. So it's just kind of like, I just think we just need to really hone in that on that mutual value. We have to value and respect each other. That's it. I don't even have to know you. Right. I just wonder I,
0: how you're going to live if we don't ever reach that. Like, it, like if things keep getting worse, which they kind of kind of like, OK, I think things keep getting kind of shittier, but it within, within your bubbles. They're probably not. So, you know, what I mean, yeah, so you no, can, you can in, within all inflate. bubbles.
2: Yeah, I, 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 you know how I think they get better if people really just finally stand up. The problem is, is we don't because the everything affects our bottom dollar for everybody. Like you look at, like people don't want to connect certain things. I'll, I'll connect this really quick. I'll, I'll be as concise as possible. You look at the pandemic. You look at Trump's hmm. presidency. All the shit that he promised everybody, he didn't right. deliver on anything. He, ah, I'm gonna build a wall, and and Mexico's gonna pay for it. All Mexico did was laugh as he stole money from one another thing here in america to pay for partially pay for a wall that is actually collapsing because it wasn't built properly because just like most trump properties and shit so you look at that then you look at every man it's so his economy he crashed the economy because he did not react he didn't do what a normal president what obama would have done or any other president sure. in history would have done knowing that a that a possible pandemic level virus right. was happening and instead of being like like obama handled ebola or we had a pandemic response team already prepared. He was just like, nah, fuck it. Let it get here. We don't care. It's yeah. nothing. It's like flu. <sighs> and you know what yeah. happened? People died, mostly brown people, mostly poor people, because they don't have access to healthcare like that. And 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 we suffered this massive thing that spread throughout the world. And it's still active, by the way. And it's still uh, mutating just because certain leaders were just like, fuck it. And that's the problem. We can't... We can't keep electing fuck it. We can't keep right. electing people that tell us all the things that we really wanted, like that we like, or that we hear in our, in our house with our uncles while drinking too much, you know, whiskey. Like, you, yeah, you kind of, it used to be that you wanted someone smarter than you to be president. You mm-hmm. wanted someone better educated than you, you know, someone who, who had some skills, you know, to well be, you used we to be able to that. just
0: admit that somebody was smart. Like you can't, right. like, I don't ever see any, like, I, I mean, probably in my lifetime or in, you know, actually we're not that you're only like i think you're only like 10 years older than me um but like it's like there's a lot of adults that just don't admit when they know when they don't know something anymore it right. doesn't happen anymore everyone's always just like yeah no i know that thing i read about that i heard <clears throat> about it.
2: impossible i'm the first person <laughs> to tell you you know what hold on guys let me google this and yeah what, yeah <clears throat> it's like when, it's again to bring her up again it, it's like even when like we're watching a tv show and something comes up i'm like did you ever heard of that no google and it's like here's the here's the here's the thing Stop Googling the shit you want to hear bad about other people and start Googling information you want to hear about other people. Like, start Googling, like, like, Wikipedia or something. Just do the work. Like, when people yeah. are too lazy. We live in a society that's too lazy to actually, they want stuff that, that agrees with their opinion and yep. doesn't challenge them to go, mm, well, maybe I got to think about this. Which is funny because if it just did
0: that, like, I can understand that. I, I always, you know, like, even within my own family, like, I have people who are like exactly that. But I can deal with them because they don't decide to they don't affect change any which way, shape or form. You know what I mean? But there's people who do think like that. Don't want to be fucking bothered. Don't want to be educated. Don't want to Google anything. Don't want to look anything up. But they want to be as loud as humanly fucking possible right. and get their shit out there. And right. I like I'm a you know I'm a we, we just was quietly talking about this two seconds ago. But as far as free speech goes, I I don't mind free speech. I I don't like it when it's somebody who thinks that their their uh, words have weight and should have weight, and they're just saying dumb fucking racist hateful shit. Right. Then you get to fuck off. Then you don't get to have the same shit. That, like It's it's insane.
2: Well, there's a difference between hate speech and free speech. There's a difference between trying to create div- division and harm this country, yeah. which is, when I was a kid growing up in the 70s, that's how old I am, and I'd be watching my cartoons, you know, what was that thing, uh, Schoolhouse Rock, you know, they they had this one cartoon about how America's a melting pot. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like that's what this country is. And also, you know, I wish they would have had a cartoon like how America was built on the blood and murder of indigenous people mm-hmm. and, and slavery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like th- these are things that actually happen. It doesn't make you today a bad person. Doesn't right? Make me. You know what makes it bad if we don't acknowledge it? Yeah. That's the exactly. problem. We 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 don't want to acknowledge the bad stuff. This is why we 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 the like I saw this commercial and then I looked it up. The number one killer of children today are guns. Yeah. Guns. It's not like random shit like a car accident or like heart disease or childhood cancer it's guns something that we could literally be like yeah we don't need to have that in the house you know unless it's locked up or something that we don't really need in the house yeah exactly it's just no go ahead simple no i'm just like i'm i get i get upset about it because it's there are things that are actually simple solutions for in this country that we just we're like no
0: yeah
1: yeah, I mean I, all right, so I have a whole bunch of different opinions on all Please, of those things. I would love so, to hear this. I have a really good friend, right? He is he's Liberian, right? So me and him get into a lot of like deep discussions. He is very he believes that me and him both have a very similar thought process. We a lot of this is by design, right? Division is by design. So he's like he's from a place that there is no uh like racial division. But there's class division, and it gets it's same animal. They just do it in a different course. So when you start, to, when he starts to dig into it, he gets very like, he gets into a lot of heated debates. Where I feel like I'm arguing the opposite side of it. In that, I mean, he's from a different place, so he's had a different set of circumstances. He's very well educated. He's very well read, smart guy. But he's also, he feels. I, I feel like I almost want to bring him on our show with us because I feel like Dave's a really good dude. He's a smart dude. He he'll fire back and he's he knows his history. You he actually know?
0: won't come on the show though.
1: What? He actually doesn't want to be on screen, right? Dave? I thought no, you fr- ask no, him no, I'm on talking st- about my friend Dave. No, I know. No, oh, he would come on
2: for are sure. Such a married couple, it's adorable. Wait, it's 100%, 100%, He would a
1: hundred percent. He okay. would a hundred percent come on the show. And when you were talking about uh I also have the woman that sings that reading rainbow song. I think I could get on the show. My friend I'm reading is her I no way. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. How do you know but her? She, uh one of my friends manages her. He's her he's her one of her team. Who so he, are I'm you, like I want to grab. You you've never told me this. I don't know. Uh we were talking about it on Friday <laughs> when I was doing So Dave,
2: Liberia, Dave has opinions. <laughs> yes, I, I want to hear this. Yeah. this is so important. now
1: I feel like a lot of what it is is educated people tend to have different They'll have different thoughts. I think a lot of what we see is that people pick out like social media ramblings of people that are not necessarily educated. Right. right, right so right. like some people just sometimes the loudest voices in the room are not the smartest voices in the room because the loudest right. voices are perceiving and they're watching. Right. And I, I believe I don't know. I believe at core, this is I think what me and John differ. I believe that at core, most people are good. Right? Yeah, I believe
0: that. I believe that too. I think most people are I don't not believe that, but I just think it's an easy thing to say that doesn't require any extra thought. When you're like I think I think when you're I think when you're when you bring that into a discussion like the difference between all lives matter and black lives matter right. and you go I think when you just throw it in there like I think inherently all people are good, it doesn't fit within that context and it doesn't add to the right. discussion being had. Well, that's I like saying object-
2: Yeah, good. No I, no, I cut you off, man. Go ahead. I, no, no, I was going
0: to say, I could objectively say, personally speaking, I do think all people are are decent. I don't think it fits into the arguments that people like. I don't think it means what people think it means within the context of every argument.
2: Right. Oh, I yeah, also I'm, think, I'm, I, I think what he's saying, though, is like I, I think the, and I think it's very true, man. I'm backing you up on that. I think at the heart of the matter is. I don't think human beings, like most human beings, unless there's like a, you know, biochemical, whatever damage. But I I think most people are like, like, like if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, like neutral good, you know, like you just, I think inherently we're, we we kind of have good. The problem is, is what they're taught as they grow up, what is good, like what is acceptable. And and it's just, that's the problem. And I just think that we had, I, I just wish that we had a standard. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there should be like a basic standard where we just like honor humanity. That's it. It's just kind of like, man, look, you want to be a good person, respect that. But again, I want to know what Dave had to say. I'm bringing it back, brother.
1: Oh, no. So, all right. So, yeah, totally like golden. I think Dave argues a little like anti the uh, like the BLM movement, right? Which is interesting to me because I personally have seen him have altercations where he's been singled out due to his skin tone and such right, right. And, and but he's very much like no you don't understand he's like he he's from a place that was totally different than this he's like this isn't something new this is just the way they're dividing here but it's it's all about keeping the masses divided yes but also he right. comes
2: from Liberia which is in West Africa and 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 I noticed that there's a difference between people like people people of color that come from countries of color So if you, and and this happens even like with some people from West Indian, like islands like Jamaica or like some of the other islands, like they didn't, they don't have a connection to what black Americans have been through to a certain degree. So it's like black, black America, like if you look at it, what we've done, what this nation has done, I don't want to say we, but this, what this country has done and and still continues to do is there is systemic racism that is so just, it's.
1: So ingrained. prevalent,
2: it's so ingrained. It's, it's if if America was a soup, it's 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 the it's the water in the soup. You know, it's just such a part of every little thing that happens in this country. But then, like, it really bothers me. It doesn't bother me, but it's like then I see people. Like, I have friends from Africa, and they and they come here, and they're just like, "Oh, this is amazing. This is fantastic." And you know, and they're very well educated. And they, but and I think also that's the other thing, education is an, is such a empowering thing right mm-hmm. That of course you think differently and then if you grow up in a country where you're educated and you're everybody around you is the same color you feel more comfortable you also have yeah a, you also have that that comfort creates a certain level of security that you grow up with and a certain level of confidence that you grow up with that black American children have not experienced and still right. don't experience so it is it's different on so many different levels it's all psychological that's why I'm like okay I really want to hear what Dave has to say because I've heard a lot of similar stuff before.
1: Absolutely. But
2: it's also it's also like again that where you're from, what you're experiencing and how you're doing it because I think you should have Dave on the show because of that because that is a fantastic perspective to see.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of it is I think we have Funnet. Dave in the show. We have to
0: have him on with somebody like Mark, and uh, you know, maybe like Jessica can come back in and and whatever. I don't, I don't appreciate. I'll tell you right now, I don't appreciate Dave's opinion enough to have him on solo and then act as a a sounding board for bullshit.
1: <clears throat> well, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, I don't see where you're coming from with that.
0: If it, if it's any well, I mean, like, if it's any kind of anti like ridiculous anti BLM shit, you know what I mean? I don't like. I don't particularly but want. See, anything I don't, I don't
1: see. I don't think. I don't think he has opinions. That's like, all right. You get very like. You're either this way or you're that way. I but disagree. That's the Italian in him. It is the Italian.
0: I did, when it when it comes I know my to Godfather me, and I love him. For yeah, me. but when it comes to certain things, I don't think there's any. I I think the argument doesn't – I think the argument maybe necessarily is always black and white, and I think there's gray area. And I don't think people argue – when people talk about BLM shit and they say they're anti-BLM, they're very black and white about it. They're not looking at – because they they decided to go with, okay, there's people within a group, within any group, that steal, that cheat the thing, that do whatever – it's the same thing with like the Black Panthers, which people have miscon like the, the the misconception of Black Panthers and what they did and what they've done in the country, as opposed to if you juxtapose, um, like the Ku Klux Klan, for instance, that's uh, uh um uh not been disbanded whatsoever fucking ever in this country, and it's financially
2: supported and financially it, yes. it falls under the church. They 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 literally are a religious organization, so they don't pay taxes, and people donate to them like right. crazy.
0: And so it's, if you great. juxtapose them with the Black Panthers and their organization and what they've done for their communities, for other people, um, for outreach programs, for education, for all that other shit, they've done way fucking more and stand for way more than the Klan does. Yet America disbanded, made, sought it, made it made it a fucking point to disband the Black they Panthers. They went to war
2: against the Black
0: Panther Party. Absolutely. That's, that's the that's is. the that's the black and white that I stand in, and not the because gra- again I understand. Sure, there were probably members of the Black Panther or who people who associate them, quote unquote, the bat, whatever the hell it is. But it uh, the 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 uh uh the amount of good outweighs the amount of bullshit. When somebody says to me, "BLM is a fucking horseshit organization," like the dude that's in our chat right now, um, I say, "I don't I don't need that kind of sounding board." That that's what I mean. I don't want to be. <clears> I'll tell you what scared these
2: people horseshit. about BLM. I'm going to tell you what scared people certain factions in this country about sure. BLM and it's a, it's a very simple thing see like this shit that I know yeah I know communism you know communism which is basically <laughs> what social security is uh, what unions are and things that give you benefits you know and people that's the other mis- see again how uneducated people are do you know like what co- like the, like the works of Karl Marx are basically about a utopian society where everybody has the communism that they created like Stalin and these bastards created in Russia, and that existed for so long was just another classist system to keep people downtrodden, let them have kids that they can use in wars. Right. That's it. And, and it, it only benefited the wealthy. And what did they do when they did their fake democracy? They There were all these KGB guys who were all set up and they created a mob, they created all this stuff. Russia, it, it never came out fully from communism. Right. They just slapped the label of democracy on it and held terribly fake elections. Anyway, yeah. I was making a point and, and Sorry, man. My aged brain. Um, no, it's just, honestly, it, it really comes down to, for me, we just need a moment where we all stand together. And what made Black Lives Matter so dangerous to to, to these people were the fact that millions of young white Americans and Asian Americans and people of all races were like, enough's a fucking enough. Mm-hmm. Enough is enough. You can't see that video and go... And go, no, he was totally vicious and look at him. Right. Like, it's you could not, as a human being, and that's what happened. What made Black Lives Matter so scary were the white lives that stood behind it. Oh, beautiful. And I'm going to say that because when they saw worldwide in Europe, all those white people in Europe out in the streets, when they saw that even in our own country, that white kids were like, no, we're going to fight because this is wrong. This is a human life. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And it's unacceptable. That's when Black Lives Matter really became scary because they were like, oh, you know, we're just going to have these angry black folks out there. We can basically here's the thing. If it was just angry black people out there, don't you dare to not think that the military wouldn't have been called in and they wouldn't or they wouldn't at They would have went at them full on. If it was just a right. bunch of black people, they would have went after them like they did in the riots in the 60s. But because white America stood up for once, not for once, but a lot of white of America stood up. And they were like, no, we're in this hand-to-hand. And I'm not even just talking about white America. I'm talking Asian Americans, Latino Americans came together and they supported this movement. All of a sudden, it was something to be really afraid of. And you get dummies like this going, hey, communism! you don't even know what the fuck communism really is or what it's about. You don't understand what socialism is. Because if it wasn't for socialism, mm-hmm. Americans wouldn't have anything right. or social democracy. You wouldn't have anything. You'd have no benefits. You couldn't afford to go to a doctor. And this is where they're trying to get us to now. Because when you look at what these people are doing with these fake Christian schools, they use a a, a Jesus that never existed because he wasn't white. He was tan, at least. He had color, skin of bronze. Mm -hmm. When you sell these people these lies, and just to make them feel comfortable, and they donate, and they donate, and they donate to these organizations that don't pay taxes. And now we're giving uh, Christian schools... Vouchers for education for private educations where they just indoctrinate these kids into racist stuff. But yet they're talking about, oh, we don't want CBT in our grade schools because it's not even in your grade school. It's a college level course that you have to choose to take. But you're so goddamn afraid of people actually unifying. If the people actually came together, the politicians in this country and the wealthy would have to shit themselves. Because yeah. we went from the year I was born in 1970 where wealthy people, the disparity between the middle class and the wealthy was 30% percent income rise, right. To where it is now, where it's like probably over a thousand percent income mm-hmm. disparity, way over that. And right. we can't have that as a society. This is why you've got a homeless problem. This is why you have, such a a, an out an outrageous crime issue
0: i hold on i actually heard it was because people didn't want to work anymore
2: i don't know if you've i don't know yeah 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 it had nothing to do with all the layoffs it had (laughs) nothing to do with all of that it had nothing to do with companies being like hey you know what we we're we're closing down we can't afford to pay our employees right and people are gonna and people are gonna be laid off and and guess what the massive the big corporations that have been making billions every year they didn't save a nickel they yes, don't have yes. any money. Oh, they, yeah, they have tons of money, but they right. didn't feel like paying. And what happened? They got PPP loans to pay people. You know, it's 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 like you know why the economy actually survived and did well during a pandemic because people were sitting home on their asses, going, "Shit, I can't leave the house, so I'm going to order all my meals. I'm going to yeah. order, order all this stuff. You know, I need a new TV. You know, and I and I, here's the thing: working for a, a fabulous, you know, tech uh, journal like I do, like as a tech journalist for Laptop Mag. The one thing that I loved was we covered, we we were covering all this stuff, and we're and and we're and we're, you know, reviewing laptops and we're doing this and cameras and all of that. We helped the economy keep moving because people were at home going, "Oh shit, I would really like that laptop because mine just crapped out and I can't go anywhere and fix it." So this whole thing that they sold the Businesses lost money was a lie. Most yeah. most billionaires made more. Everybody made more. Small business suffered.
1: Small businesses got crushed. Small got businesses
2: crushed. got crushed. Yeah. But I'm guess what? Nobody cares about real small American businesses. Mm-hmm. They just I, don't.
1: I agree with you. I'm listen. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. you know, it's I'm, sad. Yeah, it is sad. I am, but I do. I do have like different perspectives on stuff, right? So like, I do feel like businesses. It's tough, man, because we do. I do want listen. I want people to work. I constantly am looking to bring people on to work with us. We uh, we put out advertisements, and then the what you get right now is a very difficult field. It's, it, we're, in a, we're in a difficult time, and I do agree that the disparage between rich and poor is bigger than ever. The middle class is almost annihilated out, and that's hurting us. I think that's hurting us tremendously. Personally, but I also think the relevant. narratives
2: that we sell hurt us more because I know people that have been looking for work that they they, they they never lost their jobs. Still, but now they're like, OK, I'm ready to move on. They keep going out for jobs that are like, oh, we, we're going to pay you seventy five thousand to start plus benefits. And they go in for that interview and they're like they they end up hiring someone who'll take sixty five. Yeah. doesn't understand how to negotiate their salary, who's already been doing that same job for 15 years. But because they were, it's just, it's kind of like we have to stop living in a in, living in a society or living in a in a business environment where it's like, hey, I'm sorry, but I gotta fuck you, right? Because I gotta keep my mm. my profit margin at this ridiculous level, and it's kind of like it makes me wish I could become so wealthy I'd buy up a bunch of real estate in New York and mm-hmm. just lower all the rents.
0: Dude, absolutely. Just to hear dude, other people dude, cry. It's not if you talk to people who do want jobs and do want to work, and it's it's that it's not that they don't want to work and they don't want to have something to do. It's the same thing that I, I think we talked about this when we were on the beach, and I'm sure some other people heard it too. Same thing, man. When they used to have cats on ships back in the day to hunt the mice. What they started to do was starve the cats because they figured if they want to eat, they'll hunt the fucking mice. Well, the cats did jack all. And then they developed that's how they developed cat food. That's how cat food came to be is because they were like, fuck it. If we feed the cats, they actually hunt the mice. People want to work and they want incentive. They want money for their fucking effort. They want health care for their fucking effort. They want to be able to live. The life they want to live, and you don't get that now. You don't get that from okay. from working your way up at a goddamn fucking restaurant where the business owner is making a shit ton of the profits, and you're working for two dollars an hour. And some days are good tip wise, and some days suck tip wise. And it's
2: fuck you if you get sick, you know. Right, and, and I see that point, John. But I, I just want to lend to something else. Sure. As far as as far as like the small business goes, here's the thing: small business suffers from many different directions because they don't get the tax breaks as, right. as a big business. They don't get the breaks that the churches are getting that they shouldn't be
0: getting. Yep. They don't.
2: And here's the thing. They have to hire from the same pool competitively. Yeah. So now they don't have the money or the funding to pay people that competitive rate. But what the, – the, and then they have to raise their prices. So then people go, well, I don't want to buy it mom and pop because they pay – they charge us 25 cents more for that same can sure. that we can go over here and get. And I think that's the issue. I think as Americans we have to go, you know what, I'm willing to pay that extra 25 cents. Yeah. Because, you know what, that's a small business, and they're they're, they're paying John to come in, and they're paying him whatever standard wage, the same wage he would make over there or even better. And I I think that we have to take – I just think overall we have to really focus on how do we take better care of each other from small business – so local communities. Oddly enough, totally agree. I agree. Oh, let me let go me, me get yeah, no, real quick. Hey, sorry, sorry.
1: So I I really feel like I I believe what you said earlier rings true and never in all of these topics, right? I think it leads back to education but more than anything. People are not fiscally educated. They don't know how Absolutely to handle not, money. They right. don't know how to utilize money. They don't realize money is a tool. And mm-hmm. we're taught very very poorly. We're taught we're taught to trap ourselves in debt. And go right. and spend before we have and right, right. all of this. Right. So that's a very difficult thing. And then when I'm saying I I personally look at the the job pool from my perspective, from like hiring right. people, right. I have young kids. Come on. No experience. Nothing. Offer them a few hundred dollars a day for four hours of work. And they're like, "Uh, quality of life. I don't know. Because they've been. A lot of people at this in that age, in this particular age range that work life balance, baby, 18 to mm-hmm. 25. But they've been handed a lot of, you know, they don't they never struggled like their parents struggled. But it's because the parents struggled so their kids wouldn't have to struggle. Right. But you start to create this animal that feels entitled of,
2: well, uh, I have a question I, for you now. Good ahead. Chief. Here's a question for you. How hard did your parents work
1: like animals? Right, father. To, he killed and, himself.
2: And, and did they give did, did they make your life better? They did, all right. They how did. hard did your grandparents work?
1: Pro- probably harder,
2: right? And but do you see the progression here? What I'm trying to point out, the problem is, <clears throat> I get what you're saying. The problem is, when you look at how hard your grandparents work, and then how hard your parents work, and how hard you work, right? You work hard, uh, yeah, I work, right? You work. He said, See, he, he corrected me, but now. <clears throat> My thing is it's like I look at I've had every kind of physical labor job you could imagine. Same, yeah. And 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 now I sit here and I'm blessed to I write for a living, which is the greatest blessing in the world. and I, I get to do stand up for a living. I and mean, there was a time I was just doing stand up for a living. And and these are blessings because you know what? I saw how hard my father worked, and he was four foot eleven and maybe 97 pounds most of his life. And and I'm six three, 250 big guy. And I worked every job I I would go for, and even jobs in in comedy or even jobs in in film and video production, people would look at me and they'd be like, oh, you came for the PA position. They'd be like, no, I'm here for the producer's position, and this is my real, and this is what I've done. And I'd get offered PA and crap work. (laughs) So what I'm trying to say to you is, it's like when you've worked really hard and you pass this down to your kids, like I look at my sons and I'm like, you guys are not going to goddamn work as hard as I did. And that's what our parents tried to do for us. And that's what their parents tried to do for us. So now that we've reached this place in society where kids are like, I'm not gonna work that hard. I don't understand. It's kind of our fault. We kinda, we can't eat our young. That's the problem. Uh, We live in a society where we eat our young because we've done all this work to make their lives easier and technology has made their lives easier. But now we're angry because they have certain expectations.
1: On one hand, I agree. On the other hand, already, I have guys. It's a,
2: it's a, it's a really mixed bag. I it mean, is a very, it's a super
1: mixed bag. I right. have
2: a guy that works for me that said to me the
1: other day, well, I just watched this TikTok. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make this valet company. I create the incorporation. I build it. I go out there. I sell it to rich people for $3,000 an event. I find the company that will do it for a $1,000 an event. I make 2000 It's easy. Sit back. I do nothing. I said, that's the premise of business, right? It sounds easy until you start doing it. And, and now you're trying, trying to sell it. You're being a salesman. I'm like, go try all of the get rich quick things that you see on TikTok or right. YouTube or Instagram. There's right. no such thing as get rich quick. Yeah. I'll help educate you how to, how you, that's not a bad premise if you take the ideas of what he's doing. He's taking a product, he's marking it up, he's selling it for, at market value where he can find somebody else. Who, that's fine. There's no way they and they truly believe that there's a way to make money doing nothing. Well, here's the problem
2: selling people don't realize like selling I do is a job, excuse me. Like, even when I'm doing like what I do as a tech journalist, you know what, you you know what helps with my articles to do better? This face and the fact that I I add a little humor to my comedy, or Mm -hmm. you know, I add a little comedy from my you know, comedy to to my my tech articles. Articles, But the other thing that helps is I go to all these events, these tech events. And people get to know me and they go, wow, Mark's a good guy, and, you know, and I'm very charming. And I and I do this. And like and, and like from one event, I went to one tech event and I, I connected with a tech maker. But then I went to another event and I met these guys, these, uh, these NFL players. And one of them has a foundation in Newark because he's from Newark originally. Mm-hmm. And it's a great the, the Whitehead Foundation. This guy's a, a phenomenal athlete, uh, just retired linebacker. And and he was like, yeah, man, you know, we struggle getting resources for these kids like they don't have tablets. They don't have laptops. And What do I do? I turn around and I go, you know what? I'm gonna contact a tech maker or a few of them and be like, let, let me get these kids some tablets. And that's what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that's what we have to do now. <clears throat> right. To get these yeah. kids educated, because the work, the, here's the thing. I love the fact that we still have. I, I you ever watch those videos where you get like these blacksmiths. You see these yes. young blacksmiths, I love those videos. Those are great. I love that I love like we still have the old labor, the old carpentry, all that stuff, but the way business is moving is is tech. Mm-hmm. And so what you got to do is you have to give every child the option and the resource. Every kid, the resource, but you also have to teach them work ethic. Because right. you know what? I know kids today that can code and do all the stuff and make money, right? Coding Absolutely. But yeah. unless unless you get them interested in it and you teach them, like it's going to take hours and hours of work for you to master this.
0: Yeah. But here's the problem with that. And here's the pro- I mean, maybe the coding thing is pretty great and all that other stuff. I don't mind anybody learning how to do a skill and then putting it towards it. The problem is, is that with the advent of the Internet and TikTok and social media, it's not that they see things and they think it's going to be easy is that the what they are informed about is is that no matter how hard you work no matter which direction you vote in you're still fucked you cannot the the, the, the where you live today you, we cannot my generation actually not only my generation but the generation coming up before me cannot afford a fucking apartment or a on house. their own it's the entire society is like that. So when you tell me that there are people who are like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make a few hundred dollars doing this, but I gotta drive there and I gotta do this," they're literally thinking about if I go from here to here to here to there to get three hundred dollars for a couple hours of work, drive all the way back the fuck home. Am I going to be any better off for my That's effort? What issue. am I gonna get? And John, not you're not gonna do. John, Elon, hold on, hold wait, on. Wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me interject. That, I I'll that, let you Tom. interject
1: the whole time. Hold, hold wait, on. Wait, wait, I'm, wait, gonna, wait, I'm not wait, even wait. saying that. Okay, the okay. same, the same person you're talking about. Yeah. I talked to, and he drives for Uber Eats and makes eighteen dollars after expenses, but right feels like that would so maybe that's a, maybe that's
0: a small example of a bad investment. But what I'm saying is, is that people are still you're not counting in people's uh, uh, appreciation for their own fucking time. Maybe to him, he doesn't have to go that far away from the vicinity that he's in. Maybe the exhaust like. It's it's the it's the amount of exhaustion you want to put on your fucking self, the mental anguish, maybe the people you have to work around for the, like you have to qualify all of that right. for the amount of fucking money you're going to make right. and then bring it back right. home. And if that doesn't amount like I'm not saying you do this, no, no, I if what they knew saying. you. I think they would go. This guy is going to invest in me if I invest in him. Right. I think right. if you know, Tom, you know but that that's the case. But let's pop me is out of the equation. Know it.
1: What? Yeah, take me out of the equation. I'm not even saying. All right. Sure, well, then go. Mark made well, an out excellent out equation, point earlier. I think
0: these kids are 100% right. And I don't buy the entitled horse shit either because I don't know if you noticed, and I hate using this term, I don't know if you noticed the boomer generation during the pandemic. I've never seen a group of more entitled, disgusting, predominantly white pieces of shit in my entire fucking life. You talk about the generation coming up being entitled. I have never seen people more entitled. Than the ones that were told, hey, you want to do something for your country? You got to get a fucking shot. You want to do something for your country? You got to wear a mask. got to Don't get out. I've old people lost their fucking collective minds while they let young people work during one of the worst fucking uh, atrocities to happen in God knows. Like, I mean, it's insane. And not only that, the people that did work are basically first responders in this situation are going to have to suffer with long COVID consequences that no one's going to give a fuck about because the country doesn't give about health insurance because no job gives them fucking benefits. And then we have people going, you know, if you just worked a little, you know, if you just wanted to work a little harder for what? Sell me
1: working. Okay, it's ready. Uh, let, let let me finish. So now, oh, I also want to touch ba- base on Mark's earlier. Yeah, so I, I agree that. with his saying. What's the incentive?
0: Sell me marriage.
1: Hold. On, I'm I'm going to go through it all. I'll sell it all to you. <laughs> I can sell I'm marriage. I'm good at. Too I'm too good at sales. I know
0: marriage seems. <laughs> a, I just I just <laughs> on no. things I, I genuinely no. dislike.
1: Buying American, great concept, right, Mark? Like I I believe that. I own a retail store. One of my businesses, I own a retail store. We sell game room products. I was like very years ago. I was like, you know what? We should support our. If we want to make our economy better, we should support our economy. We should have all American-made pieces. We should have all American-made this and that. My brother was like, never gonna happen. Pre-COVID, never gonna happen, because even the wealthy come in and they say, how much is a pool table? And if I could say it's in America, American-made, starting around eight to nine thousand, seven seven to nine thousand, right? But if you buy this Chinese pool table made in sweatshops, it's two to three thousand to start. Right? <laughs> and I've I've seen right. conditions, like I've seen what it is. They're inhaling the paint, this and that. But now I'm like, listen, I could tell them the difference. It's not a quality product. It's not this. It's not, but it's only three thousand dollars. The other one's nine.
0: Yeah. I'm but doesn't, like, but does, wait, wait, wait. let me ask you let me ask you a question though. Because I understand what you're saying. Go ahead. But How does that not disprove the whole if you just have the work ethic thing? Because if you only sold American products and you stood behind it and you or anybody else put that pull yourself up by your bootstraps horse shit towards, I'm only going to make this work. I'm that good of a businessman. I'm going to work harder than anybody else. I don't want to be entitled to have to sell. Where's that work ethic? Where does that question play?
1: Ready? COVID hit. Now okay, but not, supply but, chains right. supply chain slows. Yeah, we've finally been able to move to primarily American made tables or right. or top end like quality made pieces. Yeah, 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 you right. know, a foosball table is three thousand dollars now. Like right. a lump, it, it is what it is. A good a decent pool table, it's gonna cost you six grand. Sorry, do you want to do it or no, right. and no. they're buying it, but not <clears>
2: because they don't have a choice. Yeah, just
1: saying. Yeah, but my question but now, to you is: go ahead.
2: the problem is this. Why does it cost? so much more to build an american pool table
1: because we pay a fair wage here
2: all right so we pay you well we hope we pay a fair wage here. oh yeah yeah. That's, no. that's just all right so we pay yeah. let's say we pay a fair wage right so we pay a fair wage here but the problem is the cost of living continues to rise and rise and rise and rise oh yeah so yeah that, so as we in, in american i mean let's just be honest have we invested in the infrastructure of this country at no. all no no have we invested in the, the, just manufacturing in America? No. Have we invested in the science behind making products that don't like s- poison our water and all this stuff? No. The problem is China don't give a shit about that. So they poison their water supply. Mm-hmm. They do all this stuff. They let their people inhale fumes. They let all this stuff happen. And people are just dying, and they're just happy to make whatever, a few hundred could yeah, Right. <clears throat> so it's kind of like, the problem is also china is an old-school russian-like communist country so you know the people are just chattel you know yeah and it's just it's it's the problem is in america we're sold and told that we have rights but it's it's kind of like we again there's just there's every i keep trying to tell people everything is interconnected mm-hmm. like this crap that opec just pulled You know, you know who pulled that. You know who pulled the strings on it. That was Putin. He pulled that string Mm -hmm. because he's desperate, right? So it's like, and then and that affects our thing. So, like, honestly, like I would look at if I were Joe Biden, I'd be like, you know what? I really try. I'm trying to end this fossil fuel thing, but guess what? Open the floodgates. Let's just pump oil into this market and screw these guys back. It's just kind of like it's it's kind of getting to the point where we have to go. Not only are we going to screw these guys back and pump oil into the marketplace, but I as president, am I, I'm going to stand up and go, but while I'm doing that and lowering gas prices mainly for Americans, because we could sell it out there for as much as we want, but lower gas prices for Americans so they're saving some money. You know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to take a portion of that tax that we put on gas and put that into renewable energy, put that into electric cars, put that into new technologies. And put that into our infrastructure and you know what would happen in 20 years the benefits for our children mm. so this country would be damn near endless right but we don't think like that because america america does what i have on my finger america goes with a band <laughs> we have a band-aid mentality we fix this really quickly right now but we right. don't think long term and it's we just enough and also is enough. also
1: money can buy political influence in our country and that's what it is oh money. yeah and that's what it is doesn't matter what party is you could say whatever party oh, yeah. you want money the most, is the thing that pow, power is power corrupts absolute power right. corrupts absolutely and, right and you know who's
2: the most dangerous person out there in the world is right now is another person is who is actually admittedly autistic elon musk he is dangerous <laughs> yes he is absolutely. so dangerous and the sad part is, is because we live in a celebrity, a celebrity society like you were pointing out earlier He's kind of he's made himself a celebrity, a la Trump, Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: people will support him. Yeah. Like I've seen people get into arguments like, oh, Elon is like the greatest thing ever, and he's the best, and he's a genius. That's why he has billions. No, Elon was born into wealth. Unlike you, you dip. Right. And is that it, a
1: Joe Rogan impression?
2: No. <laughs> like, no yeah. I, 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 Being angry. <laughs>
0: no, but that's 100% true, dude. And the other thing is, too, is, you know what? I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but it always, like, when they pop up out of the fucking blue, and I'm like, I'm just like, God, is this computer-generated people now? I don't even know. But it's like m- the men that you meet who love that dude because they th- they want to see themselves in somebody that rich and right. successful. And it's just so fucking assinine because he doesn't do like he doesn't come up. I mean, with he doesn't that. care about those people. That's no, my exactly. biggest thing. Like people who support Trump, I'm like he doesn't care about you. Well, Elon Musk, like he wants to send right. those people to Mars because they're gonna. Die. Anybody they're gonna who die. goes on the Mars trip, is dead. <laughs> right. First outing, dead. We're not gonna hear from them. Dead. Right. But he's going to send dumb, fucking, you know, gullible. Uh Well, actually, I you know mean, what? here's the thing. Oh, they may
2: survive a little bit. The problem is. It's it is it is a mission to die because we don't we don't really have the technology or the wherewithal to do it. Yeah. If we we, if we would have never cut off funding to NASA and build a base on the moon in the late 70s, early 80s, blah, blah, blah. If we would have been doing this already, which we had the capability to do and we were working towards, we would already be Mars bound or at Mars. Right. and, And already be technologically advanced enough to do that. But we don't put money into stuff like that. Right. Because we'd rather sell people. So like this is why you see so many wealthy people now doing TikToks and and doing the I'm going to dance on TikTok. I can't dance because they they know they need to 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 improve their power standing. They know they need a certain amount of celebrity. It can't just be about the money. Right. So and it's it's really like if you if you humanize yourself just enough. Or get enough people to think like oh because really the disconnect is massive have you ever been around like super wealthy people yes oh no, god yeah they're just completely disconnected it's a horrible it's it's it, they don't understand what average people go through mm-hmm. and also they people like you know the wealthy live long because they have all the benefits of like real health care that's part of it you know what else they have the benefits of never feeling fucking stressed out
0: oh totally my friend uh who is you know economically same same as me the whole kind of thing struggling trying to trying to you know working like four different jobs um literally has to move back to her parents now because she can't afford any more of the place she was she works four different fucking jobs cannot afford the rent at the place she lives in so has to go back to save to regroup to go back out to whatever and has a full-time job a good full-time job with the degree she got and se- three separate jobs after that, and $100. also still paying
2: off college loans and all. And
0: that still shit. paying off college loans, yeah, and doing all that right. kind of shit. Um, but she got invited through somebody who knows somebody on a yacht. She goes out on the yacht for the first time, and uh, she was just surre- like, she could, she was like, we, re- we. I, I thought
2: they arrested that woman who invited young ladies onto yacht. <laughs> <laughs> that you know that's There's DVD. always going to pop up in the T B D. We don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could have uh, arrested Life Model D. So decoy, she's on know. the boat. Yeah. So she's on the boat. She's um but she's surrounded by like rich people and she's telling me like the fucking like the crazy shit that there's one girl was like an Instagram model, super famous and she was like I after about 5 minutes had no nothing left to say because they weren't saying anything. She was like I couldn't even believe this person was still speaking but they were just They had no life references. They only spend time on these yachts and taking photos and then like doing Instagram video shots. Like they couldn't talk about anything going on outside of that. bubble. Yeah. And it's insane. And it's smaller than like, God, you think your aunt might have a small bubble because she's 75 and only goes with the same 10 people on Facebook. Rich people, even worse.
2: Right. And it's, and it's, and it's kind of like, that's a that's a big problem because because of that wealth they have a lot of influence and power so yeah. it's just we have to be we have to start really looking at like okay cool how do we <clears throat> my whole thing is is like how do we build wealth within our own community like how do we do that right. and take it one you know like look uh, not everybody is going to be a billionaire but if we could just raise the level of, of, of financial success for ourselves and, and help our communities like be financially viable so that they also they become a threat. I'm sorry to say this. The more financially viable your neighborhood is, the bigger, the bigger of a threat it is. Because right. and we saw that with what happened in on um, Black Wall Street many, many moons ago, oh, many yeah. years ago. But the thing is, if we do that collectively in our communities and we just build wealth in that community, then that becomes a voting block. And that voting block handles business. And we we elect people that you know can help. <clears throat> it's just kind of we have to take better care of ourselves individually, but also be willing to take better care of our, of our neighbor. Like people freak out. Like my neighbors are like, why are you so nice? And I'm like, because we, we live in the same shared space. Like, why, yeah. why am I supposed to be a dick? Like, I don't, right. like, what am I, you know, but the, the thing is we don't, the one thing I will say this about growing up in the projects of New York City in the seventies and, and in the eighties was, I, I I may not talk to all those people, but if I see them, the hello is always warm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we always yeah. remember, we always remember, so many of them kids will remember my dad and my mom and I, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I remember theirs and it's just kind of like, we had a sense of community then. We didn't always get along, we had some racial stuff, we had some mm-hmm. stuff going on, we had some fights, we had some battles, but we kind of started to learn how to deal with people on the content of their character.
0: Right.
2: And, I, and it was almost like, I always feel like that, my project was a very big social experiment, I really do. <laughs> But all those kids that I grew up with, like I said, I don't agree with all of them on their politics. I don't know this. But if I saw one of them on the side of the road blowing out tire, you know, sure as fuck, I'd stop. You know, right. I'd care. And that's the problem. We just we have this massive disconnect. Mm-hmm. It's so dangerous, I think.
1: But I think our disconnect is getting even bigger because it's like <clears throat> right. when
2: you when you deal with
1: people, if you're with a person, it's very rare. Even shitty people, when you're dealing with a shitty person, yeah. you usually find a connection somewhere, right? You don't know right. where it is. Sometimes. But something, yeah. most, eh, most, most of the time, right? Or you but, feel pity. But you know. Yeah, but now once you put us behind <laughs> a screen or a phone or a this or a that, yeah. now it's just your view, my view. <sighs> well,
2: the, well, it's the other it's thing also is all, all that point. false bravado. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the other thing
0: that's kind of interesting too, though, is like, um, you know, whatever content that people consume now, if people are so I, I always think about this, and I've yet to talk to anybody who maybe studies this field. Um, but when you think about the movies and the television shows we grew up with, coming out, they were curated, you know, they, they curated in a, in a mm-hmm. particular way, mm-hmm. they were from people's experiences. So you had a writer's room, you had people showing you what life looked like in different places. People don't watch like especially younger people, they get their content primarily from TikTok, Instagram reels. I don't know that anybody's really watching like human interaction. They're not having human interaction outside unless they have to go to school and they're young enough to go to school or like, you know, uh, an office space. So between wait those till, two wait till VR
2: becomes a thing.
0: Dude, I know. Tell me I'm in the so, metaverse. So. But here's the thing. But that's I, what I'm I, saying. Like, so if you're not seeing like, people being kind to each other through some means or whatever, and all you're getting is a minute of TikTok aggression, 24-fucking-7, right. or Twitter, or whatever you're just going through, you're less likely inclined to grow up to help other people, to want to talk to other people, to want to be kind to other people, because you have this perception of right. everybody's a piece of shit, or everybody's out to get me. But here's the thing. Can whatever.
2: I point this out? This is a beautiful sure. moment. i got to point this out. Yes, I can see that, but I'm going to tell you something. Like Everybody was hating on millennials for a while right they're they're lazy they're this or that yeah every millennial i've ever met in new york had Mm -hmm. like three or four jobs and they share oh yeah they share an apartment like with a bunch of other people yeah almost every single one of them and i remember growing up at a time where i had one job and i could afford an apartment in new york Mm -hmm. that's what i was saying right so that's I, i look at that and and i'm like we have to stop bashing The generations behind us. I didn't even mean to bash them. I'm I'm saying, like, but I'm just saying we kind of have to. No, I didn't think you were bashing them at all. Okay, good. I'm just saying, I just think that as a whole, we kind of do that. It's again, and and I think it started off with baby boomers. They just kind of like to eat their young. It's kind (laughs) of weird, and we have to stop that. Like, there's so many things we just have to stop and really think about and be like, you know, hey, let's let's cut the shit and just really try to, as a society, kind of help each other along a little.
1: Yeah, I think you know, help just, and learn from each other. I right. think there's a lot of great things in some of the younger generation, right? Like they're right. they're way more accepting of every type of lifestyle, right? Which is which we all should be, right? That, right? I feel like that's a tremendous asset that they have. I do think TikTok and and computers, Google, and the way information is processed, tech, uh, technology is great as a tool. But I do think like frontal lobe development is changing due to the yeah. fact, due, yeah. due, yeah. due to the way they digest <clears throat> information. So and get like. But actual where, engagement is weird. All
2: right. Do you remember as a kid growing up, and and we go to, we get in trouble in school, and they pull they call your parents in, and then you get slapped in the head later on or whatever. Your parents would actually interact with you and discuss with you the scenario that just happened. Yeah. I think I think that's another thing that's happening. It's like the educational system is failing. I think financial and edu- economic education should be something that's taught from like sixth grade up. Totally you know, agreed. Uh, I think that uh, parenting skills should be taught in schools again. They used to do it in home ec. I think mm. you should bring that back again. I think like basic life skills have to be taught, and, and because you know what, parents now have to work two jobs. Parents, right. and I'm talking, you got two parents, and let's say you have a, a traditional two two parent home. Both those parents are working two jobs now, right. so it's kind of like even they're they're in the home less. So it's 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 kind of like we have to. And I love this when I was when I was with uh, Brandon Copeland and Tahir Whitehead, these guys, these NFL players. Both of them said to me. It takes a village hmm. and, to, and, to, and you see that like these are athletes, people are like, oh, these, but you know, uh, graduates from like Ivy league schools, like just not your typical athletes that people yeah. do like, oh, he went to the university of Georgia, Georgia football player, manu- manufacturing school. You know? <laughs> and it's kind of like, and that's true. There are universities that are like that, but even then, you know, it, it, you kind of look at what the average player is doing now and right. they're all trying to expand themselves because they know their careers are limited. The same thing needs to be taught to these kids. And also my generation, let's say Generation X. We we thought I was gonna get out of school, get a job, and I was gonna have that job for 20 or 30 years, maybe get lucky, have a pension, get my SSI, and whatever, float off into the ether when I die. The problem is, is most people in my age group and in your guys' age group, how many jobs have they had, how many careers have they have had to have? You know, and that's the thing. Like, I yeah. think we, 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 we really need to make make the effort of making people more open to growing and learning. Cause you know, I get tired of talking to people that they graduate high school and that's it. That's all the knowledge they feel they need. Mm -hmm. And that's all they want to do is stay in there. And you know, you still see them at the end of the bar with their high school letterman jacket, you know, and all that shit. And we, we need to stop that and actually push people to grow and realize that as you age, it's just an evolution. And when you're evolving, you're constantly learning and And I think that's I think that's what we need to do because I know for myself, if I didn't choose to continue to grow and evolve, I wouldn't have this great opportunity as a tech journalist. You know, I'd still be out there in some shitty club right now doing an open mic and then heading to a regular club to make my twenty five to fifty bucks.
0: Right.
2: And it's like it's great. I I I, let me tell you something. I would go out and hustle seven nights a week again just because I do love stand up. Mm -hmm. It has loved me back and it has led me to journal to tech journalism. It really did lead me to this job. So the thing is, is, is just accepting that everything is interconnected and we're all interconnected and and, and just respecting that and doing the work because it, it takes a lot of work. Everything takes a lot of work. And I think that's the other thing we need to tell kids. Stop selling them the fantasy.
1: I think that, that's important, you, too. Yeah. you know,
2: because even if you want to focus on something like Bitcoin, I got mm-hmm. a couple of buddies, they hustle on Bitcoin, but they are at that computer. To create yeah. the lifestyle that they're starting to create, it's hours upon hours. People right. just make it the way they sell it on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. It's like the forty-seven seconds in an afternoon, you too can be a Saudi yeah. billionaire. You know,
1: <laughs> and it's just like
2: what? And people believe that shit. And then right. they hand off like fifty grand to somebody. To, like teach me your shit. You know, teach me. But they've been
1: doing. selling that lie mm-hmm. forever. Do you remember when we were right. younger and they would have those like one-eight-hundred numbers on TV late at night right. and be like, "Oh, become oh, yeah. a real estate millionaire." Or like, the back just, of a comic go, book. Yeah, yeah, just call us for this. They've just found a better way right. to sell it at this yeah. point. Well, it's a
2: more direct. It's instantaneous. It's an instantaneous yeah. way because you yeah. have to buy the comic book or go in the newspaper or find right. the ads. So yeah, it's there just were fewer kind of people like, seeing it. And I think the problem is it's kind of like we it, the the greatest con that we we have. The greatest con is the con is alive like you remember back and you see those movies in the old west and it'd be that one strange dude walking into town the snake oil salesman yeah be like oh you've got tuberculosis i can save you longer you mm-hmm. know and it would just be a bottle filled with whiskey and urine you know yeah I mean, his own his own magical elixir yeah you know and and, and that's the problem it's like we, we we have to stop raising a gullible society yeah we have to and we kind of have to get everybody to go like all right cool i mean you can have God your draws. own beliefs you can do your stuff but you know, Absolutely. Yeah. This
1: could be totally opposing thoughts everywhere. Right. I think that's, that's cool. That's society. fun. I
2: think that's great for society. Yeah. And as long as you accept the other
1: person, even though right. you don't necessarily agree with the other person, I don't right. think there's anything wrong with it, you know? You know right. I, within reason. I agree within reason. I, like, and
2: there's got to be, yes, within reason. Yes. Yeah. Because you know, I, Although I, I maybe
1: think... Dahmer had it right. Maybe we should mate and kill each other. What are we like, doing? Frank no,
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh no. who am murder, I? Murder, death, kill. You know, people joke about murder and death, right? And it's funny shit. But you know, unless you've been involved in an actual murder scene or a death or, or, or been shot or stabbed or hit with a bat and threatened to be killed, when you've been in those situations, you kind of like it changes you. Like my uncle, I'll say this to you guys: Hurricane Ian. My uncle was a Vietnam vet with the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Two did two tours, got blown up, got shot up, got sent back. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> yeah. Tough, tough guy, and I love him. Yeah. Never talks about Nam. He's not one of those guys like, yeah, you know, I'm the Nam, the forty seventh. You know, he's not that dude. He's that good that you would never know. He's never going to bring it up, right? But to hear him say to me, "I was in my house, and and your aunt ran into the closet with the dog," and I and I was like, "Well, what about you?" He was like, "I was in the living room." And I was like, <laughs> like, like a part of me was like, "They don't love you, man. They weren't. They didn't ask you to come in the closet with them. <laughs> you know what the fuck is wrong?" But he's like, "I'm a <laughs> man." And, um, yeah, and yeah. That male stuff. But he's like, you know, I'm in the living room and I'm just watching my roof. I'm looking at my ceiling. And I start to hear this thing. Like, and I'm like, God, please. And he's like, you know, son, like, I, I never felt so powerless in my life. He was like in Vietnam, you know, fighting and doing all this stuff in, in the middle of a war. I felt like I had more control over my opportunity to live to the next moment mm-hmm. than I did when Hurricane Ian came through. He was like, "That is the most absolutely powerless I ever felt." Right, and I was just like, "Holy crap!" Like, yeah. But again, not a braggadocious type of guy. Not the type of guy to be like, "I served two tours. I know violence." Right. You know. You know. And he just like quietly said that to me, and I had to ruin it for him and go. But you know what was worse? They didn't invite you in that closet. Like, they didn't give you a chance. Like, uh, like my, I was like Titi and that dog. Titi and Sugar were like, fuck him. He wants to sit in the living room, right? You know, and of course it wasn't like that. But in my mind, my psychotic sense of comedian mind, I'm like, they left you outside. I would have thought the same thing too. As soon as you said, right. they ran out of the closet, and I was like, right. But then again, if that roof gets torn off, what's the why? What the closet isn't going to save you. No. So no. It, it really, but to hear that, right? You hear, you hear something so human-like you yeah. your respected older. Because let me tell you something. I love my uncles like nobody's business. So, you know, they're, they're my greatest connection to my dad. Hmm. And and I think that's the see right there, that human connection. That's yeah. what we're missing. Yeah. We're being divided to the point where we don't have a human connection. And we're being divided by people who have zero human connection. Because they're on a yacht. Inviting victims onto their boat. I'm glad your friend made it back from the boat, by the way, John. But I'm just thank saying, you. you know what I'm saying? It's like you're yeah. just targets and they target us via Instagram and all this stuff. But if we start to grow, if one of us starts to grow, like if John starts to grow and dystopia tonight, tomorrow is picked up by HBO and and I, you better fucking have me on. And thank and, God because
1: I thought you meant height. I was like <laughs>
2: That's rude. <laughs> you know, it's not you know you're punching literally you're punching down. You're punching I'm down. not yeah. even gonna go there. Yeah, you know,
1: Jesus, but it's just Tom.
2: But I'm just saying, like, but it, let's say you get HBO's calling you up tomorrow, and they're like 50 million, 10 years, and you're like, of course, yes. Yeah. But you know, it, it's kind of like, so that's great, that happens. But how often does that happen? Like, oh it's god, yeah, rare, it's a rare thing. So it's kind of like, man, at the end of the day, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what I do for tech. Cause yes, please. Because I, I feel like I've, I've been dominating tonight, and I apologize because I don't get out, and I've been alone now for like two months. It's. <laughs> dude you're welcome on here whenever you i was want.
1: waiting for the end of the day's statement i was like enjoy the journey are you gonna say right basically journey?
2: like enjoy the journey because you know what man it's hard look i've yeah. been homeless look i will tell people straight up I, I was molested as a child for eight years i i've been homeless i have I, i'm the first time my dad ever threw me out because we had an argument we didn't see eye to eye because at 12 i was six foot and he was four eleven. whatever it was i spent the evening in the park um all the stuff i've been through I've been shot, I've been stabbed, I've been hit, I've been, I've had all kinds of craziness in my life. And I'm not like my, I'm not a hooligan. I wasn't a hooligan. So it's not like I was actively seeking these situations. So I've had all these things happen. And everybody in America, people, we just have a lot of things happen. Right. That mess with your psyche and all that. And and at, at 52 years old, man, I still have lessons to learn. I've had to, I've had to learn a lot these last few months. And I'm just grateful. If we teach right. a little more gratitude, we teach the idea of just being open to learning new stuff and understanding other people a little bit more. You know, that's it. And you learn how to be quiet and learn how to listen to other people, yeah. which I, I I really suck at as I have dominated today's episode. I Dude,
0: did. this is your episode. You're on the. This is what it's
1: supposed to be. People hear but, us all the time, but your guys are adorable. You know, he. So it's okay. I'm tired of hearing John. I appreciate it. I you guys, awesome. but you guys. That's the
2: other. You guys are like a, You guys are like a long time married couple. We really that's are. For it's like you,
0: we have only seen each other in person four or five times, right? Yeah, been together so. but, but we've connection. digitally been together for quite some time. Quite that's, some time. That's true.
2: That sounds like a u porn thing. That's just really bad.
0: Digitally, we have yes. Tom, that's this it. is. I was trying to think. What's the? It's bl- very Blade Runner. Tom's that digital thing. We're <laughs> <and, and laughs> yeah. each other's digital uh, whatever the fuck. I can't think you're, of your. You're each other's Max Hedrum. That's it. Yeah.
1: Yes.
2: But um. So I'm just saying like for me man I just think that the biggest thing that people have to do is kind of just accept that you know you get a limited amount of time
1: mm-hmm.
2: and the best way to make the, the best out of it is stay open to receiving like gifts be put your pride aside ask for help mm. and oh, don't yeah. be a, and don't be afraid of things like therapy and don't be afraid of things like you know because that's the other thing like we we shit on so many different things in America that we don't understand because we' we're, we won't even do it right. Like, yeah, you know, you go to therapy, dummy, you know, they're going to mess with your brain. Right. You're going to be an idiot. And it's just like, okay, well, I'd rather take a shot at messing with my brain. Right. You know what I mean? It's like just we have to be a little more open to things like and and, and we also have to be like we have issues in America. Like we listen to the wrong people. We'll we'll listen to people whose friends donate to their campaign and don't want us to have clean water and shit Uh. and all this other stuff. And be like, no, you know, like the coal industry. Did you, do you remember all the promises made to the coal and steel industry by the Trump campaign? Yeah, oh my god. And and within months, uh, more coal plants were closed, and steel, our steel manufacturing went way to shit. So it's just kind of like, <clears throat> stop listening to promises. Watch. It's like you. It's like when you're a dad and you tell your daughter, look, don't listen to what he says. He's going to say anything to get between your legs. <laughs> You gotta go by his actions. Like if he shows up with like you know flowers and respect, and he's like, "No, I want to sit with your parents and be in your house, not take you in the back of my pickup truck." Fifteen minutes after I I slapped a cheeseburger meal at right. you, like, "Look, I bought you a, a happy meal." You know what's next, right, doll face? But, you know, <laughs> <clears throat> we have to really make make things where it's like people earn it. Like I love that you're like you're like me, man. You're like, "Hey, I want people to work and earn it." But, but you can't tell people to work and earn it when the reward doesn't match that effort. Agreed. Because that's the problem we're living with in America, is that we have too many people actually working 30, 40 years. They can't even afford to buy a co-op right. in a bad neighborhood. It shouldn't be we, – we should never live in a society where home ownership is out of the reach of people, where an education is out of the reach of people, healthcare is out of the reach of people. Because I know people in Britain – just because they have free healthcare. Yeah, they they really don't care about a lot of stuff. They're not worried. Like I had a friend of mine, he's like, "Oh, I lost my job, but mm-hmm. you know, I got my healthcare, I got a little saved, you mm-hmm. know, and and it's just like they're calmer because of that one basic thing they know will be taken care of." Right.
0: Well, let me ask you that because I, again, I believe Tom when he says that he hires people and he looks after them and he oh, wants I totally them believe to grow within the company. But would it but knowing what, what I just said and what he basically just said the same thing, where it's that people need the incentive. They need to understand why they're working and what they're working toward. Would you change the way you went about hiring? Would you would you change the way you spoke maybe to people when you're hiring them? Instead of going, hey, I'm paying you a decent amount of money. I think I'm paying you a decent amount of money for this time. Would you go a little bit more and go, if you do this, you get this and this and this? Would you And I want to help you it, grow as a yeah. person? Would you and, make incentive and, you know, plans with them yeah. as opposed to I think I'm paying you enough for do this job.
1: I've never, I, A, I've never called it a job, right? I always oh, say we're team okay, members. No. I give opportunities, right? right? If you if you work hard, well, we People have heard that will, from scam artists before. You know what I mean? Will, like, yeah, but I, proof is in the pudding. If you work hard, you get rewarded. I'll, and I'll show you, and I never make you do something I don't do. Right. And you can watch what I do, and I'll, I will will make sure. But that video that of my, you with
2: that lollipop, nobody wants to do that. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, like, got to do what well, you got to do. Should, twenty bucks you, is twenty bucks.
1: You
0: should. I mean, we just. Yeah, we just had Scott talk about uh, podcast consulting. You should talk to other business owners about what you do for your guys and the incentives you give to them, because I don't think people do that kind of shit. Oh, no, that'd some be one of hell things. of an interesting TED talk. I think yeah. so too. I think Tom could do it.
1: Some of the some of the things we talk about, even with my main guys, I'm like, you don't have to make my company great. Decide what you are passionate about and find a way to pursue that, right? Like, maybe you can help my company in your journey, but you need to figure out what you love and then do what you love so you don't feel like you're in a job, no matter what job you take. we got to get Tom a me. TED
2: Talk. Tom, so, I need mean, a TED Talk. Because here's the thing, again, going back to what I said about millennials, most of them, they work a bunch of jobs just so they can pursue their passion. Yes. Whereas when I was growing up, you guys are growing up, we, we, we got jobs and we were just like, all right, I'm, this is my job and this is what I'm going to hold on to and pay my bills. And yeah, you know, and, but for me, I was kind of like, I kept getting these jobs where I was like, they just wanted me to be this physical being. And I was like, look, man, yeah, I'm strong. I'm fast. I'm this, I'm that I'm healthy, but this job is making me physically unhealthy and I got to yeah. find, I got to figure something else out. You know, Right. I just, you know, what's funny do that
1: I was very opposite. Like I was, so, I haven't, ha- I haven't worked a job for somebody else in over 22 years, right? Like, literally not gotten a paycheck for anybody else. So, I remember as a kid growing up, my father was like, are you happy with what you're doing? All right, good. He never, my father is a worker. Like, he yeah. worked, he was a sanitation worker, he was a hard worker, but he doesn't get the way I operate. Because he'll always be like, oh, do you make money? i like, sometimes I'm like, yeah. sometimes I'm like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, no, because I'm, I'm learning, or I'm doing something. I'll put my time into to build, to create something. Mm. Dystopia, right? We're putting a lot of effort and time and hours into right. something. It might pay off, it might not, but I'm going to enjoy the journey. And if no nothing else, I'm learning things that I'm able to monetize with right. at other in other areas. So it's weird. It's a tough thing to teach somebody. People are taught to get a job. I think that's a poor that's a poor teaching. I think you should be taught to find what you love, find like, find you, find what you enjoy, or you love and right. pursue it. And then the, learn how to monetize it. And then learn yes. how to make money work, <clears throat> right? instead of but, just working for money. Yeah, but
0: well, we can't always do that kind of stuff. And this that we, we that's, I love those ideas and I think they're important and I think it's good to stress that we, that's what we need to do. But unless we have people who are backing that, who are voting a certain way, who are understanding the economy and the way it's shifted, who are, are trying to, you know, like it's it's again, it's one thing to say that but we have less of an opportunity to do that now than our parents did b- before us.
2: That's true. I,
1: I, I agree. But also, I think I try to teach this. Even with my, like my guys, whatever we make, I'm like, listen, I'm literally 20 years old than these guys. I'm like, start a Roth IRA. It can't
2: hurt you. Even if you put 20, if you only make. See, but you're doing something important. A lot of people are t- teaching kids that. So mm-hmm, thank you not. for that because that's the issue. And also, you know what, you got to tell kids you need a job so that you can work on your passion. You yeah. You gotta have something to pay the bills. But continue because that's brilliant that you do that.
1: Oh yeah. But I'm but I'm saying, like, I'm like, listen, we we work in a tip industry. So if you made a hundred, hundred fifty dollars and you making a fifty dollar tip, I'm like, you didn't even know you're gonna make that tip. Put twenty five dollars. It's not a lot. Ten percent of what you made that day toss into this Roth. Just Buy something, put it into stuff, do something that's going to make you more fiscally sound over time. Don't put it there to pull it right out. Put it there to start building your future. And then you'll, you, you, it's the same thing as going out and buying a meal, right? But you're, you're going to poop out that meal sooner or later. That money's (sighs) going to compound interest. That was the
2: scientific explanation. Yeah. 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 I got that. If
1: it was too deep, I'll explain it to you. (laughs) So, (laughs) but you're literally compound interest will, Change your life if you could learn it early. If you all don't right. learn it early, it can all, change your life in the other direction, all right? Because right? you get trapped underneath it in mortgages yeah, no, and credit card debt.
2: About, nobody ever taught me that. I, I, no I'm saving, saving. <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> nobody taught my dad <throat> that. It's taking. I am. I am literally. It's so hard to get him to buy an I bond. I'm like, it's secure. It's paying what's, over nine percent right now. What's yeah, an it's an uphill battle. It's an interest bearing bond from the U.S. government. So right now you'll get like nine point six percent. You can only put up anything the government limits you to do. I suggest you do. You can only put up to ten thousand dollars into it, but it's returning over nine percent a year. If you have money in the bank, that money should be in I bond because money in the bank is going to return you eighty cents over the course of that year. That same right. ten grand, it's crazy. Yeah,
0: but people don't have that kind of money. I mean, your dad does probably, but I'm saying like most people, people like don't you know, have that
1: knowledge. It's the knowledge that's the, the money. knowledge. It's not the money. You could put ten dollars there. I'd rather you get ninety cents off your ten dollars yeah. than you get. You know, than you yeah. get. Two cents off of your ten dollars.
0: Is what's the minimum to put money in there though?
1: Twenty-five dollars. Okay. That good tip. I feel like. Yeah,
2: it's not bad. I'm going back to the poll of the senior setup. Those people I'll take that <laughs> bingo money. <laughs> I would work. Um, I will work these nips for that bingo.
0: Do you want to get to the comments, Tom? <clears> yeah,
1: well, <throat> I mean, we had a lot of we had a ton of stuff going in and out. There was some a lot uh of hatred. That, <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of different perspectives but i'm going to i'm going to pull up we have questions so i know the more asked what was the best stand up experience you've ever had
2: oh uh, see that's it's funny it's not it's not the actual stand up like i love what i do i know i'm funny i don't mean to be arrogant but it's just i know i'm good at it I hear you. but it's the people it's the people you meet like it's the people you meet it's the stories like meeting robin williams robin seeing me on stage first of all being introduced that's to robin awesome. as someone who's they're like oh he's a great comedian he's brilliant and it, you don't want to be introduced to one of the most brilliant comedians of all time, right? That's brilliant and great, right? And then, and because then, then if you go up and suck, he's he'll just, oh well, good day, you know. Yeah, like yeah. what is he going to say? It's he's like going to be world. robbing about it. But I actually had a good set, and he was like, "Oh, you are really funny." He's like, "You're a great comic," and I was just like, hey, "Yeah,", right, yeah. Hey. you know. And just like those, it's moments like that, or like yeah. the time Seinfeld cock-blocked me with a woman that was hilarious. Yeah, and, oh, oh man. It, it, it's such a it's such a funny story, but yeah, he he, I, yeah, I, I did I a show. It. I got a, I we did a show. I did a show at Set Up New York. It was for Paul Provenza's birthday. What year? Oh God, this is late '90s. I think it was '99. Like okay. I think Paul Provenza was turning 40 at the time. So oh 98 shit, or '98, and so it's like my first. And I'm just still like I'm a baby comic. I'm like a rookie, and mm-hmm. I get this opportunity, and I, and I have a good set, and I meet this young lady, and I'm like, yay, score. And then Paul's like, hey, you're a funny guy. You know, I'm having a party at Blondie's on 79th Street, the wing spot and the bar that's there. It's great wings. <clears throat> and I'm there and like we're hanging out. And then what's funny is that there's another famous comedian involved. And uh so we're there and I'm all hanging out and I have this young lady with me. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna buy her a cocktail with my $18 or $20 or <laughs> whatever. I got paid that night. So like, you know, i walk home, I don't care. And which is what I chose to do. And and so I buy this young lady a drink, we're having a cocktail, we're sitting there. And We're talking, and she's like, "You know, you were really great tonight." She's like, "Man, there must be a lot of competition in comedy." And out of nowhere, like Bram Str- Stroker's Dracula, Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld floats into my conversation. Oh, shit. puts his puts his arm around the girl, and then right behind him is George Wallace, and they just oh. enter the conversation. Oh and, he's my like, God. and he's like, you know, in his Jerry voice, hey man, you were great. I saw you stand up. He's like, that was a funny bit you did. He's like, may I answer this question? He's like, because, you know, I understand, like, you know, you're a young guy. I'm like, uh huh, because it's Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I'm in awe. So, and he's like, you know, and he looks at her and he's like, you know, there is no competition in comedy, man. That's the best advice I can give you. It's you against yourself. You'll be wow. either your own best friend or your own worst enemy. Right. And, he, and then he puts his arm around the girl and he walks off with her. Wow. And she went willingly because it's Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. And George Wallace taps me on the shoulder and he goes, hey, brother. He was like, I was like, yeah, he was like, that was a good set. Then he goes, by the way, that's how it's done, rookie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. He's actually coming on. Uh, we should have you guys on together.
2: <laughs> no, because that's really like I don't, I've only had a certain interactions with George. Like we've met, we talked, but Like I actually sat down I had a meal with him a few years ago. Like, by accident, he was just sitting there. Oh, and you know how people do. I, I didn't even realize I did it, but I invited myself into poor George's table. Oh, my God. That's great. And he was just so cool about it because I was like, George, do you remember that time that Jerry snatched a chick for me? Uh, and he was like, oh, ah, rookie. You know, like, <laughs> I was like, shit. You know, been at this 20-something years. Now I'm still a rookie. But it was just kind of nice like, guy. he's the sweetest guy. Yeah. But, you know, like, I don't, I'm also not that guy that's like, you know, I had a moment with Seinfeld. We're besties. He's, they don't know me. No, you know, no, it's no, like no. you run into Robin. He's very nice to you. He says these great things. He sees you perform. He likes your act. He says very complimentary things. Like, you know, I've had some of the best comics in the world say great things to me. Yeah. So yeah, it's absolutely. it's kind of like it's those moments where you're like, it gives you that hope. Like, all right, I did a great job. They see that, yeah. you know, it's not like uh, I had that moment where, where like Chris Rock had where Eddie Murphy saw him. It was like, <sighs> You know, no I'm one has help.
0: those moments anymore.
2: Right. It's it's very it's not the same way, you know. The game no. has
0: changed. But yeah. you know what's funny? The only Seinfeld moment I've because everybody has a Seinfeld sighting. Either right. they see him at the holiday party, or they see him at the right. you know, whatever when he's working the you. Shit. see them a lot at the holiday parties. You know? Oh yeah. The only time I saw Seinfeld in the club was when I was doing my first TV uh uh taping, and of course Gotham is Fucking back to the, you know, they pack it in when they're doing a the taping. So of course it was a nice hot room. So Seinfeld walked in, did some fucking time. Giannis was hosting, so it's Seinfeld, Giannis, me, and I was like, fuck. And I, it was great, but I blacked out for the whole thing because I was like, this is nuts. He's here. He was, you know, new
2: material and that could work, and that could work anyway. right? Because they could suck all the energy out of the room, and then you get up, and people are like, we don't want to see you. Yeah, yeah. They're like we just
0: saw the best fucking thing ever. And you look like, like baby movie.
2: Jesus, like you know, whatever. <laughs> Full size I baby Jesus. I probably you look did. like I probably a Jesus did. action figure. Like they don't yeah. want that. Uh, yeah. All the You blessings. know, and I have had that happen where like uh and you got to you got a battle. You got a battle for that set. Yeah. Well, it, it was work, it, yeah.
0: it was actually a nice wave. I felt like Ganja. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I was just, like, <laughs> where I was like, "Oh, this is what that episode was about." Because I don't know what the right. fuck's going on. And then the That's funny great. thing is, is that everybody, even it didn't matter that I was right after, because that Seinfeld energy was still in the room. That everybody that went on to do their Gotham Live thing after me was like, "Fuck, man!" <laughs> it's
2: like, because we oh, went yeah. back down to the it's, basement. It's, you're like, it, it can be challenging or or, or but scary. It was, it was nice,
0: and nobody I'm, could talk to Seinfeld. That was I, I was,
2: was on a story. show where. Both Chris Rock and Seinfeld show up, and they were working on stuff. They're working on new material, and they both ate it. Wow!
0: No, really?
2: Yeah, they both ate it. I mean, they got some fame laughs, you know. You get, you see the fame laughs. But when they actually were working on a new material, because it's like, and I love that. Here's the thing: I love that about them. I love that about guys like Colin Quinn. They don't care about eating it. They're like, I'm really trying to craft this joke. It's Colin's the craft. A fucking bad, right? So you, oh, I love Colin. And, and, and it's just like so. You see them, and they're, cry, they're trying to, and they don't care if they eat it, no, because they they know they've got thirty years of killing it, you know what I mean, in their yeah, back yeah. pocket. But sometimes it's kind of like you go up there, and I and I had to follow Jerry after he ate it, and I and and literally they're like, and the audience is like, just uh oh, you you better have something, and I just literally go, thanks, Seinfeld, that, that's really good of you. You know, you come up here and you suck, and now I got <laughs> oh, I got oh you, you kill these people's night. You know, they're like, it's Jerry. He's going to be amazing. And you come up here and you eat it. And you did it on purpose because you don't like brown people. And they all just start <laughs> laughing. Beautiful. You know, and I just like, and I'm like, no. I was like, guys, give it up for Mr. Seinfeld. I was like, I, it's it's, a, it's an honor to see him craft yeah. his new material. And that also changed the energy in the room for everybody behind me. You know. Nice. Oh, yeah, of course. Nice. No. Because it's kind of like, you know, we all have those nights. I, I got booed one time. Somebody asked me one time, did you ever get booed? I got booed by someone who had been a fan of my stand-up for 10 years. Oh, shit. And I got on stage after <laughs> taking a six-month break uh and dealing with some family stuff. And I got on stage, and I i was a different person. I'd just gone through a death in the family and all this stuff. And 30 seconds in, maybe a minute in, they're like, oh, my God, what happened to you? You suck. Get him a drink. Oh, like,
0: my God. Made a big
2: scene, booed me throughout the whole set. That sucks, man. That's hilarious. I—I
0: I, Well, yeah, it's like, <clears throat> Frank, when I was younger, um, Frank Kellyendo was like at the height of mm-hmm. you know he was on everything he was coming in I think it was his first or second Letterman set so you know energy's high he's pumped I'm at Caroline's and they're like hey uh, we gotta bump you real quick you'll go on uh, next but we got somebody else coming in and I was like alright whatever happens all the time um, and I just figured it was like a local guy who's been doing it forever that wanted to do a quick set or you know like Mercurio or somebody no Frank Kellyendo. he's doing 25 minutes practicing for his Letterman set he comes in and just fucking i mean the you know it's frank so yeah. he's just like every impression everything whatever right, right. and it was one of those moments where like i looked at my shitty list <laughs> of nothing like just you saw Christ. like every comedian ever it's always oh.
2: my shitty list of nothing
0: oh yeah just the fucking right. worst and i was like this is going to suck and i went on And I and I literally just commented off of what he he actually did the nicest thing ever. He waited to see what because he knew what he just did. So he's like, the next guy's fucked. I don't care who it is. But like he waited to like hang out or whatever. But I literally just commented on everything he did. I was like, yeah, yeah. Send the guy who's been doing it for a year up behind. And I just listed all the impressions that he did. I'm like, that seems fair so I just like played it like that. And everybody just, you know, ate it up. I didn't get any of my what I'd written out. Christ Because I would have tanked. Oh, yeah. But I like just played it off like that. Did my 5 minutes and then he shook my hand afterward and was like that was fun. You smart. ever
2: you ever have that moment like I am mean, like sometimes I'd be at the old Boston waiting for a late night spot that Marina Frank Franklin when she was producing a show would like bless me. Yeah, with, she's the best. With, she I love Marina. She's the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I uh and I'd wait and one like you know sometimes like Chappelle would show up and he'd do an hour and 50 minutes or 2 hours. Jeez. And people would be like are you still waiting to do your spot? And I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm gonna wait. I want my spot. You know, people yeah. don't realize you will wait for that now 3 a.m. spot.
0: Yes, absolutely, no. dude. I had a buddy of mine who used to run a show in Dumbo, and um, he it was him and a and a comic that I know and I'm friends with now, but I didn't know her at the time. And they would all the three of them would run it together. And for some reason, I didn't know there was a rift in that little group. So he's a buddy of mine. We took an acting class together and he's like, hey, man, we got this great show. And it was it was a hot show in, in Dumbo at the time. And um and, you know, the room's packed. I would get into the city. I'm excited to go on. And uh, I never got to go on. And I waited and because the two of them would bring up their friends. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on uh you know but you're next i'm telling you you're next and they would fuck him over and That's bring terrible. on the next guy and bring in the next guy and bring in the next guy and i'm just this poor jacket. like i stand there till one o'clock in the morning Pay
2: tolls never put, got on pull the gas
0: tank up. oh oh fucking and i was just like and he's like i'm so sorry man and i was like just give me money for gas dude <laughs> i
1: was like, I was like home? I, well, yeah
0: i at? i wasted so much When you do you sit there and wait like a more like you're just like no i'm I want to do I came fucking, here for this. This is my yeah. goal. I'm and then you're like, goal. even if it sucks, I'm gonna do my goddamn fucking 10 minutes or five minutes or whatever we I get to do.
1: It's crazy. We have any more <laughs> questions? Well, hit him with the big three. Hit him with the big three. I, I actually like...
0: don't, I don't, I think we may have already gotten his. Did we I did remember. I ask you the big three last time you were on? I don't
1: remember. there you here for was, I don't know if he was here during when we started that.
0: I don't think he, he may not have been. If he's not, I'm just going to do it. So it was the big it. three. First one is if you go back in time and talk to your younger self, what piece of advice would you give yourself that would help you today? Shave your head. Just get rid of it.
1: <laughs> that's very good advice for a lot of people.
2: That's I had hard, a full man. beautiful, beautiful head of hair until I was like 40, but I'd be like, you know what, man, you got a good head. Shave it off. Go nice. It. You do. You have a nice head.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, people are going to take that out of context, but that's fine. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. what, um, what had to end in your life, good or bad, that led you to where you are today?
2: <clears throat> what had to end in my life? You know what? I I had to end. I had to get out of my own way. Mm. And actually, you know what? I had to. I if she's listening, she's gonna laugh her ass off. I had to really, like, really be honest with myself about who I was. You know what I had to end? Me lying to myself. Mm. You know, like I had to admit I'm very competitive. I have to admit. <laughs> I had to admit that I, I I'm very stubborn and, and hard headed. You know. Right. And i think that's what it really is is like when you start to really be honest with yourself you know that yeah. that, that ends that's where you go from being a, a teenager or a child to being a real adult yeah absolutely yeah. and that's sometimes that
1: takes a lot longer than uh right than uh, uh, yeah
2: it was like six weeks ago for me
0: so, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like let me look at the clock um and the last question is if this was a genuine dystopia more so than it is already uh, it could either be government collapse or aliens or zombies or a yeah. comet heading toward the earth, but you wake up. It's everybody's last day. Yeah. What would be your epic death? How would you want to go out and what would be happening?
2: <clears throat> what would be my... See, first of all, I wouldn't die. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, right. guys. I'm Old. not going out. I'm not, right. No, I'm being serious. I wouldn't die. Uh, all right. I I way too, like I've been through way too much and I have way too many... I, so then wait, what's be... the
0: scenario you're surviving? <clears throat> what are you not dying
2: from? Oh, if any of those three happen, I'm surviving. alright All right. All three at once. It, it, all three at once, I'm still surviving. And I'm taking care of my I'm taking care of my missus and as many of my kids as like that can get to me or that I can get to. Nice. And 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 honestly, like I just I'm kinda like Captain Kirk. I don't believe in the no win scenario. Ooh. Fucking bold, dude. Love it.
1: I think that's the perfect name for the episode too. Okay, like Anthony Ramirez. Kinda like Captain Kirk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't believe in the no win scenario. I just don't, man. I've just been through too much and, and, and I'm just great. You know what it is, man? Every morning I wake up and I just, I, I, it used to be I'd wake up and be like, oh crap, I got to deal with this. I got to deal with that. So now I wake mm-hmm. up and I'm just like, I'm grateful for this breath and nice. that I'm still here and that I'm, and I, and I get to love somebody who loves me and, I, and that I have my children and I love them and that I get to be on the show. I mean, it's like, it sounds like, it sounds like what, 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 what my dad or or my dad's generation, like that's that hippie bullshit, (laughs) but it's kind of like, but as they got older, if you ask any guy who reaches a certain age or is near death, he's just like, I wish I would have spent my time being angry.
0: I wish I would have spent
2: more time with my family. I wish I would have done this. So for me, it's just kind of like, man, I just want to do my best to be the best person I can be.
0: Absolutely, dude. I like that a lot. And I like that it went your wife, your kids in this show. That's the order. Well, actually,
2: what here's the thing: the 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 the, the true honest thing is, it has to start with you. So I have to love myself first, so Mm -hmm. that I can do all that other stuff. I have to value me. Yeah, you have to value yourself first before any of that other stuff. So many people people don't even get that. And I think that's the the other thing we're not teaching our children, or that is not taught to people: you have to value yourself first. And that, that doesn't mean you have to be an arrogant piece of shit or an asshole. It just means that you have to like. You know, if you're if you're working so hard and you're building up a skill set, you have to know what the value of that skill set is, so that when you go into the job market, yeah, you get paid that what you're worth. Right.
0: Absolutely. Agreed, man. Totally agree. This was a fucking blast, dude. Two hours, loved it.
1: Flew by, I- and next time you come back, we're definitely talking about tech because I was really. I was all geeked up for it. Oh, you know we, we can't add another. You guys can't do
2: an extra five minutes. I could just break this down. <laughs> no, I
1: want to go. In, I want to go in depth with it. I really do. Well, like, we really can do really that. Really
2: Look, cool. you can set me up for another one, but I just want to. I just want to show you guys something real quick, just here. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this. Like I'm a big fan of these cameras. This is the Blackmagic 6K camera. Holy shit. For cinema, right? Yeah, I know. Super Love 35 it, yeah. millimeter. Super 35 millimeter. Um. Uh. CMOS uh, sensor, right? You got this this thing can take any kid that you have in your life and make him a cinematographer, teach him how to be a director, film stuff, create the best content ever, shoot some uh, Blackmagic black magic raw. This thing is under three grand. This it's like two thousand dollars, right? But that's not it. You're talking about like everybody's creating content. You got the original Black Magic Pocket Cinema 4K. Again, 35mm sensor, you know, you're getting you're getting 4k quality and, and raw the software for this black magic makes it available for free you can learn davinci wow. resolve for free does it shoot for an hour or more yeah this thing you can plug this in they have battery packs that's what i'm doing now i'm charging up batteries you get for an extra 150 bucks you get this battery pack you right. get two three hours out of this wow that's awesome and you can just plug it in and, and get unlimited power and the thing is here's the thing this camera is 1500 bucks Summer job, man. You get a summer job or you you work a couple extra hours overtime, you get your kid this, and you're changing their life. Sweet. And and, and this is what I'm talking about. Technology is there to help. Now, this bad boy is the Panasonic Lumix GH6. It is now, it is my favorite new camera. Like DSLR, it's a mirrorless. But it shoots brilliant. Uh, it shoots great uh, up to 5.7K, which is basically 6K. And wow. it shoots amazing 4K up to 120 frames per second. And it'll shoot uh, more uh, slow-mo up to 300 frames per second in full HD. which you don't really need more because most of your television shows are full HD. Yeah. Uh, regular things in then 4K when you pay extra. I got to get so, you over
0: here.
2: So what I'm saying is in my, my cameras, laptops, all this stuff is there's you got to look into it. And I'm not a fan of Apple, or I wasn't, but I started to realize that their price point really isn't that bad. You can learn how to edit on an Apple MacBook, uh, what is that, the MacBook Air, which is like $8.99. And if you really shop and wait for the sales, you can get it for like $5.99 or Mm $6.99. And you can get your kid that and one of those 4K cameras Hmm. for under two grand. And then you got a kid that's like, all right, you want to be a filmmaker here? Make a film and make a film or do your projects with your friends. I mean, in, in, in cell phones, you know, are pretty, the cameras are pretty good. You know, so it's kind of like what I'm Tech creates opportunities. Right. You know, and, and I love what I do with tech, and I love the fact that they let me write my little stupid jokes in, because I always talk about my hands and how disgustingly massive they are. you know, <laughs> and, and just the size of my ginormous head. And And I just, if you really want to help your kid, get them involved in technology, man. They don't have to, you know, even with cars, like remember what I remember spending Saturdays working on my dad's cars, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: but the technology changed and it got more complicated. And and I wish we would have stuck, like I would have stuck with it just to learn more of the technology and I could still work on a car,
0: Right.
2: but it's like the technology advances, everything changes. You got to, you got to move with that. All all technology keeps doing is pushing you to grow. You know, and what I do with my job, the way my boss, my editor in chief says it, you want to write. So that your grandmother or your aunt can understand hmm. the basic ideas behind the technology agreed and, and, I, and I think that that is something that we have to do on every level
1: I got awesome. I got a good tech tip. If you have an iPhone, change your camera setting in video. Yeah. move it up. it's going to take up more space, but you could change it to sixty frames per second as opposed Five. to thirty. Yeah. And you can push it all the way into 4K. It is right. a game changer in landscape mode.
2: Oh yeah, it, it's so, a game changer in landscape mode. It's like, here's the thing: like if you really, if you're really just going to use a phone, like, I God, iPhones are the best for filming video. But the new Pixel by Google uh-huh. is, I think, what Google really did was they 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 addressed a lot of uh, issues that they that people said they were having. But I, I just think that. For photography, a Google Pixel camera setup—you can't beat it. It's so color accurate, they really care about the true tone, and, yeah. and 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 their video, the video with this new generation has gotten a lot better. I think, I think everybody's still kind of catching up to Apple in many ways. But wait a minute, hold to on to a
0: second. So, 1080 at 60 frames per second, or 4K? You're saying at 60 frames? 4K is going to take up
1: a lot more space, but it's going to eat through
0: your hard drive.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's going to eat through your, your storage. Okay,
0: and what about the auto FPS? Do I want to switch that to sixty as well?
2: Uh, probably because you want it to stay at sixty frames. If you leave it what at auto, minute? it'll pop back and forth automatically as you know via the algorithm that's within the system. Well, I it love we smart give it when a... I say shit, right? Yeah, yeah you, yeah, you, you yeah. nail it. You,
1: you, you want done. you
2: guys? Here's the thing, and, I, and I'll tell you, and I, I want to share this with everybody. I'm the most self. I'm I'm one of the few most self created individuals you'll ever be. I have an eighth grade education. Like, I got a GED eventually, but I, I literally, my last full year of education was eighth grade. Shit, so all the stuff that I know, everything that I do is self-taught.
0: I love that. And,
2: and listening but you to love people. knowledge. And, and I, I love knowledge. And, you know, I spent some time in college a couple times, you know, but, you know, my family responsibilities or, or events prevented me from continuing my education. But it, like in the uh, traditional sense, but man, you could catch me in a library or online researching stuff and reading books. I love to read. You know, and my you know. stepdad was like that right <clears throat> it's like education your education goes as far as you want it but if yep. you, if, you, if you're reading stuff that tells you that you need more guns and to shoot people then you're reading the wrong stuff because that's not going to pay your bills
1: absolutely man you know, unless you're in the army
2: unless you're in the army <laughs> oh but that's but that's a limited career unless you like I'm gonna be in this job forever right yeah you know I mean most people don't make a military career
1: Although yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I love guys that are that like when they come out of the army and they work for me, they understand how to have a good time and how to get work done. It yeah. it does structure them into it gives them an idea of you're part of a team. You're not, <clears throat> right. you, you know, a, as an employee. That's a that's something. Team
2: sports can do the same thing without the indoctrination. But even though in I America, agree. team sports, team sports are an indoctrination. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah,
2: that's the thing. We just have to stop indoctrinating each other. Yeah. You know, I just think it's like, hey, do you want to, like, my kids? I was a great athlete. My kids did not want to play sports. My daughter, one of my daughters was like, she played some softball and she was like, that was fun for a year. Thanks. Bye. Like, <laughs> that's it. Like, my kids were just not into it. I never forced my son to be like, oh, you got to play baseball like your dad. Had. You got And you're a lefty. You'll be throwing 90 in no time. Like, you know, man. I didn't do that. I was like, what do you want to do? What do you want to yeah. be? My son Funny. was like, I love mathematics, man. I'm, I'm, and I'm smart and I want to be a physicist. I go for it. Or, all of a sudden, it's like, I want to be a pilot. Go for it. Right. You know? But the thing is, they've made it very cost-preventive. You, you have no idea how, how much it costs to, to become a pilot. You want to know why we have a pilot shortage in this country? Because they make it so goddamn expensive. Unless you're a terrorist. You know, you come here, you, you plop down some cash, and
1: then. That's it. You get to go. Absolutely. You to go. Yeah.
2: To, if you're an American.
0: Yeah. Right. I thought you were going to say because there's too many buildings in the way. Um, oh! So we're, oh! Oh! oh, too soon. Fuck. <laughs> um why would we end it there
2: uh because <laughs> <laughs> happiness is terrible
0: yes exactly
2: Goddamn damn hippie uh,
0: <laughs> 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 he doesn't even need to, leave, need to leave he doesn't even need to leave the room tommy's a part of the family now so you can just end the end the thing and tell everybody to watch and subscribe
1: it's right. true thank you everybody that came out with us tonight we appreciate you all out there Polly, jackie the more we have so many people. We had a very uh, large contingent hanging in from all different areas. We appreciate you being with us. If you missed any of it or you want to see any of the past episodes or Mark's uh, first episode with us, you want to check us out at Dystopia Tonight with John Poveromo. That's what you have to type in now on YouTube because I tried to just type in Dystopia Tonight. That doesn't work anymore. But it is just Dystopia Tonight on Twitch. I have Twitch. no idea why, by the way. It's all good. <laughs> Don't worry. But it is Dystopia Tonight on Twitch if you want to catch us live or you can check us out on Apple, Spotify, anywhere to listen to those podcasts. Make sure you drop that review. I hope it's five stars. And let us know who you want to talk to next. Thank you again, everybody out there in the audience. Thank you, Mark. We appreciate you being Thanks, here. Thanks, man. for having me, man. Good seeing you again. Such a pleasure. Night, guys porum porum